Bad snap. Bobble. Oh. Scoops oh. up. Here come the Spartans. Touchdown, MSU. From WDBM East Lansing, you're listening to the Green and White Report, a production from Impact Sports. This is your source for sports news, debates, and more for Michigan State, Detroit, and the rest of the sports world. Good morning, East Lansing. Welcome into the Green and White Report. We have a lot to do on this Sunday morning. We have an A-plus Lions draft to review, Trent. A-plus-plus-plus-plus, if that's the thing. Shout out of a cannon this morning. Good morning, East Lansing. How are you? We have Detroit Tigers baseball to talk today. You're wearing your road cap. I see that. We also have maybe some NBA playoffs to discuss today. But stuff's happening, people. Most importantly, this is our final two hours of radio together on these airwaves. Let the waterworks begin, Trent. I already told I told Matt, Matt Merrifield here in the studio with us, of course. Matt, good morning. Morning, guys. Um, you know, I I I was telling Matt before we even started here, I'm like already I'm 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 trying to untangle the headphones to put them on one last time, and it's just it's already it's already it's gonna be a show, man. That's all I'm saying. It's gonna be a show. It's very weird to be going through the final routines of what we do on this show, one of which is most of the uh, the cast and crew of the show showing up, you know, on the later end, but you know, that's what we do on the show. Which is fine. Yeah, I, I told I, George. No blame is being pointed. Yeah, I, I told George walking in. I was like, "This is just so unconventional. This is not how people do it in the pro." I'm, we're showing up ten minutes before. I got a half-eaten chocolate bar in my hand and like a this 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 cup full of black coffee that was left at my house. It's not even mine. I, I, there's just a lot lot is going on. Is it a cold brew? It, it is not. It is it no. is very warm. But this is just college radio at its finest. Sloan, you are in the cap and gown. Yes, I am. I was in supposed to do that. Graduation attire. You will be soon because you're gonna get a uh, an owl to. Fly yeah. over to Gunston Street and, and so. grab your stuff. Yeah, I was supposed. I, I let the team down. I was supposed to bring my cap and gown in, but uh, Henry, uh, how, so. you, how you doing today? Henry's back. His we voice are, is back. Yeah, we got to go in now. We got to go. We're now. ready to go. Yeah. We have a large litany of guests today in studio. Litany, I'm, good uh, words. Obviously, uh, Matt Merrifield, who is right next to us per usual. How you doing on this beautiful rainy Sunday morning, Matt? I am very juiced for this morning, but I will be crying in about an hour and a half. Oh, so. you, you know, more than an hour and a half. No more tears. More than an hour and a half. We also have uh, a ton of people back. We have associate producer Peyton back for her first time since, I don't know, football season? Beginning of April, she was here. What's Peyton's actual last name again? (laughs) What is it? Drew. Peyton Drew. Okay. Not Peyton Emerson. I called her Peyton Emerson one time when we were signing off. I called her Peyton Emerson multiple well, that's, times that's, on that's, this show. In, in my defense, that's her social media handle. So it, it, this is on you, Peyton. It's your yeah, fault. Yeah. No, Peyton, though, no, seriously, great to have you. It yes. was great seeing you last night as well. We just have the, the, the contingent is here. What's the word you used? Litany? Litany. We have a litany of people. George is behind the, the desk over there. George? In the, the producer's studio, along with yes. the friend of the program, Nick. In the other studio, just to our left, we have friends and family of WDBM all hanging out over there in the, the main studio. Yes. So it, this is a, 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 a sold-out crowd. It's feeling homey. It's feeling cozy today. We're going to have a, a number of people on here, mainly in the, the second hour, to discuss what is a, a banner year for everybody around here at the WDBM confine. But we're going to deliver some sports in hour number one. Gambling Corner is going to be a little bit early. Matt, how do you feel about that? Maybe 1240, perhaps? 1240? I'm very excited for the Gambling Corner today. The, the, the send-off is at 1250, so we had to bump Gambling Corner a little bit, even though that's a segment that doesn't necessarily deserve bumping. It is going to be 1240, if anybody's interested in that. But... I guess right off the rip, Trent, 
you and I were talking about this this morning. Lions draft is complete. It is. And the pundits. It is so complete. The the experts and us are giving them pretty flying colors for this draft. And this is not homerism by no, me. No, it is not. And this is never. not homerism Homers, by us, you. By us? No, never. No, we wouldn't do that. Big J journalism. No, never. We're, we're, we're taught to be objective. Right down the street at ComArts. That's why we're graduating here. Yeah. In, in one week, by the way. One Somehow week. we did. I don't know how the hell we got to that point. But, uh, hey, we made it. Yeah, we, so, yeah whatever. Hey, but there are eight new Detroit Lions starting with Aiden Hutchinson and Jamison Williams in the first round, and that was a shock that they traded up. And we'll get into that and really all the specifics here in just a moment. But Breaking it down. If you had to take a nice step back and take a look at it as a wide picture, how'd they do? Very well. They picked football players. Matt, I'm not sure if your Twitter feed was in response to the Lions. It seemed like every time the Lions made a pick, Matt was like, who? In all caps. And I wanted to I, I, I wanted to hit him because I thought those were great picks. I want to tell you this, Sloan. Yes. We'll, we'll go chronologically. We'll go through everything, and we'll talk about what our favorite pick was and whatnot. I'll tell you my favorite pick. Kirby Joseph, fourth-rounder, safety, has quote-unquote bad measurables. But you know what he likes to do? He likes to hit people. He's a ball hawk. He has great instincts. That's the kind of guy that's going to fit Dan Campbell's culture, and that's really what Brad Holmes went for in this draft, picking football players who love the game. You talk about what the Lions did at two. It's Aiden Hutchinson. What was the alternative? Kayvon Thibodeau. What's the red flag about Kayvon Thibodeau? Doesn't love football necessarily. Maybe a little prickly, as we like to say. Zach Slowick in the building, by the way. Shout out. Um, that. So I just think that's what the Lions set out to do. They were on a mission to get guys who love the game. And as far as I'm concerned, man, mission accomplished. This team, by the way, also very defensive heavy draft, of course, aside from aside love from that. Jamison Williams and the tight end. Uh, his name is escaping me. From Virginia Tech, but um, I, just, can, I can find that. Essentially, what the Lions are telling you is they're going to get after the quarterback this season. And when you you're in a division, James Mitchell, James end. James Mitchell, yes, and they needed a, another one. They so. said he was going to be a third round pick before his injury. So, um, I just I love the draft, of course. What the Lions are essentially telling you by going so defensively heavy is they want to get after the quarterback. And you're in a division with Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, and an up and coming Justin Fields. It is imperative to get after the quarterback. And after three years of being a statistical outlier on the blitz chart. I am ready to watch this. I'm so pumped to watch this team next year. So what are your thoughts, Sloan? Well, I have to give a special shout-out to Henry Menegos's Minnesota Vikings. Thank you. They had a great draft. Thank you very, very much for giving us 12. Yeah. Because. Thank you, Hank. That was yeah. something, I love you. That was something that we didn't necessarily see coming. I no. didn't think they were trading up. If anything, I thought they were going to trade down. But. 32, 34, and 66 went to your Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, and honestly, a lot of people are saying the Vikings got fleeced in that, but I think that was a good trade. You're, you're looking for a DB, and you're not really going to get one. Like, th- There's no one worth taking that early. I think it was a That's good trade. That's true, especially when uh, Sauce when and so- uh, yeah. what, what's the other guy? Stingley. Sting. When they were Go gone, off the chart. When they were gone, it's like not worth it to, to take one that high. So I think it was a yeah. good trade. They ended up getting a couple uh, secondary guys. So Now, Hank, I want to I wanna ask you, though, yeah. the only wrinkle that I'm concerned about from a Vikings standpoint is – isn't this supposed to be setting the tone for the new regime here? And I think it it wasn't necessarily. You, you're optimistic. You're like me with with the, with our fan bases, where like you know the, the Lions could pick a long snapper from a small nation in the middle, in the middle East, and I would Jimmy love Landis. it. Um, but, I, I really like this pick. But yeah, I'd be, I'd be like you know he's got upside. He, he can be a special teamer. But my thing, Hank, is like. I, it didn't seem like it was well received in general from the Vikings fan base. So yeah. you're the optimist, but I that's the only thing that concerns me. What say you? I, well, I think the initial reaction was like, why, why, why would you do that? But then, looking back at it, I'm like, I don't like I said, I don't think there's anybody worth taking that high. And you already they they filled up the de- defensive end or defensive back 
secondary pretty well later on in the draft anyways. So I think they got their guys, and at the end of the day, they got more picks for it. I mean, I guess Speedy Naylor as well. Here's, hey, a, here's another Speedy. question for you. Would it, would it be an NFL draft if the Vikings didn't pick a, a defensive back in the first round? Oh, uh, yeah. What do you mean? They do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, hear me out on this one, Trey. <laughs> Mike Hughes, Jeff yeah. Gladney, now Lewis Seen. Trey Waynes. Trey Waynes. Tra- yeah, I-, I swear to no God. No fly zone. Xavier been, Rhodes. It's been five of six years when you guys have picked a No, it's been brutal. Or and our, but that's the thing. That's our biggest need right now, too, is or maybe linebacker. But, yeah, it's they, ha- they had to do it. I think they got their guys. So And like you said, speedy later on in the draft, that could be a sneaky good pick. So No, I think the, I think the Vikings did well. I really yeah. think the Vikings and the Lions both did well. And I guess, yeah. uh, of course, this is a Lions show, but we do have to mix in our Vikings because we have our producer, who I love dearly, and um, <laughs> is moving into my house next year, and I'm going to be very, 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 very sad to not be living there with them. Rumor has it yes! that there was a ceremonial passing of the, the keys last night. Oh, I hope not. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I hope I didn't do Trent's anything stupid like that. Gotta get home He's not going to be able to get in tonight. Yeah. I will say this, though. I gave Hank uh, the full tour of the house, including yeah. the roof. We inspected we, the roof. We were on the roof. We inspected <laughs> we, the roof. We completed our inspection. Yeah, it, it, roof inspection, like baby. Dwight, and we passed. We passed that ish with flying colors, too. Yeah. You were knocking on all the studs on That's the wall right. and Everything checking was up the smoke standard. detectors. <laughs> Dwight Schrute. He's giving it the old Dwight Schrute checkup. You were checking the banisters and stuff. Speaking it was, of, it was up to par. Up to par. Yep. Speaking up of up to par, and I know that oh, we're. I know where you're going with we're this. We're filled in a space here with lots of Michigan State fans, and and go green. We are we are Michigan State fans as well, but we are Spartans. We are Spartan dogs for life. The, there's really no surprise this here. Love that. Wow. Hey, Aiden Hutchinson, who was picked number two overall, is not from Michigan State. He's actually no. from Michigan. But 100% that, the right pick. That doesn't deter me from really liking the pick. Here's the thing. When that initially happened, our group chat, um, I, I will not throw the name out, name of the group chat out there so as to not incriminate myself against a certain bouncer at a certain establishment in this city. Um, I will say this. Everyone's reaction was kind of... Ah, just, nah, you know what I mean? Like, ah, I got to root for this guy now, bah. But that's the right pick. It, it just was. I already talked about how, you know, it's a culture fit for one. He's, for one, he's the hometown kid, which not a huge deal, but it kind of matters when you're talking about, you know, if you have two guys who are of equal talent, you just pick the, home, why not? Pick the hometown yeah. guy. Uh, so you've got him. I heard he interviewed very well. Obviously had a great season at Michigan, was a Heisman finalist. You can argue whether or not he deserved to be there. He didn't, but neither here nor there. Then you you also just talk about his production. Like he's going to come in and start day one and instantly be either your best or second best pass rusher. I'm high on Romeo Aquara. Uh Personally, I think Lions are still him. Pascal? Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about him, too. That's a great pick. Uh, the second most athletic guy in the draft, according to some advanced metrics that I hate. But I'm, I'm in on that. Uh, as far as Hutchinson goes, man, I mean, like, the, the, what are the red flags? The size a little bit. He's, he's quote-unquote, stiff a little bit. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I love the pick. I don't know what else you were going to do there. Like, I, I, there were discussions. By the way, we talked about this last week, Sloan. There's just so many months and months and months and months and months of this draft lead up, and you hear all these different names. I You're, love every bit of it, too, by the way. Well, I don't, I'm and that's where you and I differ. I'm sad that I'm not going to be able to take in mock draft data or fun Todd McShane 7.0 mock draft. You, I love it. I wake up in the morning, drink that, drink my coffee, yeah. take in the mock draft. I can't stand it. Oh. I hated the media circus surrounding Malik Willis. Oh, my God. Hey, this guy hey, went. I, this landed, guy. He well, landed in a nice spot, though. Well, sure. But my goodness, you quote unquote experts who say he's going to go second, possibly. And he goes, what do he go? 84th? Matt, help me out. You're Matt, a Malik Willis he was, guy. He, Matt was one of those. 80, 
Matt was one of those experts that inflated his draft. He is an stock. expert, by the way. But Matt, Matt do better. Do better. Malik Willis, not that good. Um, but something I want to get out of the way on Hutchinson too. Do it. Is that drive? There, there seems to be some kind of narrative out here that. Oh, you know, he's just kind of a, you know, Johnny tryhard type. No. I mean... He's a baller. You look at the numbers, you look at the measurables, and he was one of the the more athletic players in the draft and one of the more athletic pass rushers to come out in quite a long time. The the numbers yes. speak for themselves. He's well, not, and, and look, I know I, that Dan Campbell wants football players and guys who are going to go out and bite kneecaps off, but this is a 6'6 guy that ran an outstanding 40 that can get off the edge and cover people if needed. Has gotten better every season at Michigan. Really popped this year. It's kind of like, dude, roll the balls out. Let's go. And I was a Thibodeau lean. There, I know I, you were. I you you tweeted show. happy Kayvon Thibodeau that. day yesterday. But if if Aiden Hutchinson was there, it was going to be the pick. That's what I told myself. Correct. If he was number one, it was going to be Thibodeau in my mind, and that was going to be a layup. Going into the draft, I still thought it was going to be Hutchinson number one. I didn't necessarily completely buy in on the Walker rumors for him going number one, which how Jaguars is that? I'm just going to, you know, put Dude, that out there I, right now. I mean, obviously but the kid I, I had a great combine. Be Thibodeau, yeah. Because well, I thought Hutchinson was number was, he was going to be one, one in my mind. Well, here's the thing. I, I just, I, I, I did not. I knew as soon as if, if Walker goes, it's going to be Hutchinson no matter what. And look, I was at Ford field, by the way. And how was that? By the way, it was very was well received. Spread. By the way, I think that a lot of people had a lot of time to process this. The writing seemed to be on the wall about mid last week when the odds shifted, and it was like, "Oh my God, what the hell's happening?" Trayvon Walker was going to be the number one pick, and then I think people kind of had a had a chance to process that Hutchinson's going to be the guy. Now there was smokescreen stuff coming out about Kayvon Thibodeau. You know, quote: "I got Dan Campbell on speed dial." Blah blah blah. Whatever. And the buffs. And yeah, yeah, the buffs. Oh, that, he, he don't, don't get me be, started on He the wanted to be here really bad. No, I think he wanted to play here. He wanted to play for this culture. But look, hey, he's the Giants had a great draft. Good for them. I hope yeah. they do well for the sake of our good friend Cam McLaren. Go Giants. But uh it, it, it just it seemed like if it wasn't going to be, you know, if if the if the Jags pit Trayvon Walker, it's gonna be Aiden Hutchinson no matter what. And it was yeah. well received. No, and, and that was the like you said, I can't the ask for much draft, more than that. That was the right pick. There would have been a pit in my stomach, a pit in yours, if Hutchinson slipped past that spot and they sure. didn't pick him. Because he was, then he was always... one one all mock draft season long. When you do what you're quote unquote expected to do, you can never lose, dude. I understand that hindsight's twenty twenty and people will kill you no matter what when you make these picks, but it's like that was the obvious pick, thank God, that Brad Holmes is not like Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia, the guys before him, who are always the smartest guy in the room, we're going to take Jelani Tavai in the third round, even though he's a sixth they rounder. They didn't outsmart themselves. Every, no, they didn't. they didn't. They, they didn't in you, this whole draft. You cannot panic. You do your due diligence. You wait two minutes for the phones. No one's ringing. Nothing's happening. Aiden Hutchinson. That's the pick, and I love it. So my favorite pick in this draft, and I know yours was Kirby Joseph. I'm going with a little bit of an easy out here, but the fact that they traded up, J-Mo! And got Jamison Williams is yeah. a, a big step, in my opinion, because once again, this is a move that previous regimes wouldn't necessarily have signed off on and, and, and minted. And I give everybody credit for that. The, the, number one, the Matthew, the Matthew Stafford trade enabled them with the capital to do what they want. They can move up next year again if they want to and get a quarterback. Who knows? The world is, is their oyster. I know somebody in here hates that phrase. It's you. I hate that It's phrase. you. Absolutely we talked it. about that. What, what, you hate seafood or something? What no. the hell? What, what's wrong with that it's saying? Just, it's a stupid saying. Okay. I, why not? Right. Why is it stupid? I think it's a lot stupid. of things are stupid. I think Aaron Rodgers is stupid. <laughs> Either is. here or there. He's prickly, um, too. Let me tell you. Oh, but that guy. Cactus. Human cactus. Pre-injury. That guy stinks. Jamison Williams, the best wide receiver in college football last season. 
And pre-injury, he was going to be a top 10 pick in the number one wide receiver top off the five, board. Top five, potentially. Top five pick. He would have been this year's Jamar Chase. Here's the thing, Sloan. I think you're getting to this point, and I, so I'll just jump the gun and then I'll let you run with it. Jamison Williams, like back in the day, man, if you blew out your knee, it was like you you got to uh, – guys are done, right? In the, in the 80s. Stuff is so – Modern medicine is incredible to the point where, like, these recoveries are only taking nine months. It used to be a yeah. year plus. And uh, I mean, Jameson he, Williams himself says he he's going to make training camp. He, he, sa- he says he's going to be ready for training camp. Now, take that with a grain of salt. He's ambitious. He's excited. He's confident. I love it. The point is, on draft night, a lot of people were saying, you know, week six. That ain't going to be the case. I think it's going to be week one all. or two. And and it, and if it's not, you know, we got we have to be patient with him. I understand there's a bigger picture. It's a marathon, not a sprint. But. I agree with you that the injury isn't as big of a red flag as people want to make it out to be. No, I can. This was the right move to in terms of who they traded up to get. Wide receiver was a need on this team. It was going to happen at some point. Yes. So if they all of a sudden saw their number one guy on their board slipping that far out of the top ten, Wilson was taken ahead of him, yep. and and Drake London was taken ahead of him. They saw him slipping, 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 and they might have been, you know, had him number six on their board, a no brainer. That, the other that's thing why too you have is that draft capital to go trade up and do that. And you alluded to it too. Previous regimes of the Lions past don't do things like this. No. They did not progress. When do move we up. ever see the Lions be the aggressor, be aggressive, go get their guy, be confident, show conviction, the other have thing some too, guts, have a set. You alluded to this too. Previous regimes, and you know, you and I have been as critical of this ownership group as anybody, but that was rubber stamped by the top, by Sheila, who was in yep. the draft room. Which is an important step. I know she's not some Jerry Jones hands-on dude, owner, Sheila's, but to have her she, on board, no, it. She she is, dude. I'm telling you, it's it's kind of it's it's happening quietly because I'll yes. tell you, week three last the year room, against the Ravens, the, the how, just look at the draft room. No, the people Having love Chris Spielman this, in there. This culture is incredible, and, yeah. and and like I don't even know. There's so many ways to go with this Sloan, and we could talk for days about you know the Lions culture and whatnot. Sheila, it's going under the radar. She has kicked some ass, man. In her th- in her two and a half years here at the helm, she fired Dumb and Dumber halfway through the season, which has never been done. You know, a- at least you know, relatively speaking, she brought in cheerleaders. She you know hired Dan Campbell. She hired Brad Holmes. She has kicked some ass, man. She had the you know the 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 courage to say, you know what, Stafford, we will grant you the trade request instead of having this weird situation with uh, you know Baker Mayfield, neither here nor there. I'm just saying. Sheila, Sheila deserves her credit. And Sloan, you're right. We can get back to the to the aggressiveness point and the Jameson Williams pick, but it really does feel like for the first time in my lifetime, the Lions know what they want to do and they're making moves accordingly. And talking about Williams, I mean, number one, this guy's a burner. I mean, he he said it himself. He would have had the best forty time if he were to run the, the run the, the forty in the combine. Tops out like twenty five miles an hour. And dude. all of a sudden, you add him to Amonra St. Brown, the Sun God. You add him to DJ Shark. We call him Shark. And Khalif Raymond is in that room. Yep. Quintez Cephas is in that room. People who was forget about Cephas, man. I think he got hurt week four. He he had a great game against the Packers on Monday night week two. Like, heads up all of a sudden. Heads up, man. This... And Brad Holmes, credit to you because mm-hmm. that, that receiver room, all the names you just mentioned, Sloan, that was the worst receiver room going into Absolutely. last season. And you now enter this season with some real potential and some real gas there. Think about how you build a modern NFL offense. You build it from kind of the outside in, not necessarily talking about position groups, but in terms about insulating a quarterback. Yep. Brad Holmes takes this team over before last year. He picks Panay Sewell. Stud. He inherited a good offensive line. The previous regime, you know, brought in Frank Ragnow. Decker was already established. But you really make that pick, and you have a, a top, 
you know, 10 unit for sure in the league. Obviously, Stafford's gone. Enter Jared Goff. TJ Hawkinson still in the fold and will be for a long time. He inherited DeAndre Swift. He brings in Jamal Williams. All of a sudden, he starts building this wide receiver core up. And you see a, 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 a an offensive line and a group of tight ends and skill players. They drafted another tight end in this year's draft. They've insulated Jared Goff to make the following decision. He either has a big year next year and he's their guy. And they've given him a vote of confidence multiple times. And I'll be the first one to say, if, if, he, if he can have success next year, if he can repeat what he did at the second half of last year, I'm 100% in on him as the future here. Sure. It's a big F. It is a it is, big It's F, a huge F, and, and there's always going to be strings attached. It's never going to be a big, major extension yes. for the future. But what it could be is, you know, year to year. We go into every year thinking, okay, you know, we got something here. We got a quarterback who's serviceable who can win you games. But if they want to make a change at the position, you've done what the modern NFL team does when you want to make a quarterback change. You have the pieces in place around them to then bring in the quarterback on the inexpensive rookie deal to maximize his contract around an already insulated group of wide receivers, running backs, and a good offensive line. Single-handedly, in, in, in a couple of off-seasons, I think they've done that. And that's a lot of credit to Brad Holmes, yep. finding someone like St. Brown. Once again, they did not outsmart themselves last year and just picked Panay Sewell, who was the best person on the board. And I know that the, the defense needs some work. I know that, you know, maybe Aaron Glenn will leave for a head coaching job here in a oh, year. But yeah, AG. Enjoy him while we got if, him. If, if, all the, you know, we'll talk about a couple more picks here in just a second. But all of a sudden, you begin to see the tides turning. And no, I don't think this is a playoff team next year by any means. I do. But <laughs> oh, we, we need a show next year. We'll get into that year. later. We'll get into we, that. We need, hey, Henry, uh, have you heard that one before? Mm. Oh, man. You suck, Hank. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I didn't mean that. Gosh, it was negative energy. So I don't see them being a playoff team. You know what? We'll come. We'll we'll call into next year's show. Oh. That's another thing today. No, we, no, have, I, we have a I, pair I, of new co-hosts that are one of whom is here. Shout out. Who are going to be introduced later in the program? But no jokes aside, I don't think this is a playoff no. team next year. But, but I'm just, I will I'm say just this, saying. I don't I, think it's a top ten team. Like meaning, if they want to trade up and get Stroud or Bryce Young. They're going to have to use some more of that capital. Hey, they do have another first next year and go get a quarterback. Well, dude, the stuff can happen too. Open. Like, who knows who the quarterbacks are going to be? You know, it's, it's easy to thing. kind of look, look at, at this year. We were like, Spencer oh, Rattler. We're going to get Rattler. We're <laughs> yeah. going to get Howell. Yeah. We're going to get Slovis. Out. How'd all of that work, Matt? Out. I mean, two of them are going to be available next year. So, Rattler, run back, run back Rattler. Oh, Ooh. boy. I want to briefly get into some other picks here, starting with uh, the first pick in the second round, Josh Pascal, 46 overall. His uh, relative athletic score, his his training, I mean, he was a 9-7-0 elite. He was ranked by Pro Football Focus as the number one edge rusher or defensive end in the SEC, where it just means more last season. Yes. And I know that N'Kobe Dean was there, and I was someone who wanted N'Kobe Dean quickly, but we quickly found out he dr would drop pretty far to the Eagles in the third round. So obviously that was the right move. And to to double down on pass rush, similar to what they did last year when they went Aleem McNeil and Levi in, in two and three, yeah. still can't get his name. They, how, I mean, how Aaron Rodgers can make a sandwich in the pocket the last couple of years with how much time we give him. Aaron Rodgers looks like a loser. Okay, sorry. Hey, love, just love that draft for the Packers this year. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, Two I, defensive okay. players in the first round. Yeah. I wish Jacob Phillips, our resident owner of the Green Bay Packers, was He's here. because I want. Virginia right I, now. I just, I, dude, I love watching the Packers screw it up every year. I love it. I love it. Two years ago, I think it was, they picked Aaron Jones and, and, and Jordan Love, and then 
or not Aaron Jones, they pick uh, A.J. Dillon when they have Aaron Jones. Like, what are you guys doing? And then, of course, this year, it's like you lose, I don't know, the best receiver in the NFL, and you, you got a receiver rich draft, and you're going to take two linemen. Uh, whatever. I don't yeah. care. I don't care. I love it. Keep it up, man. Glad you guys have an owner that can, uh, you know, kind of tell you what to do. And, and so much for the whole. Huh. Oh, Brian Gunekist and Aaron Rodgers—they're collaborating now. Oh they're goodness. all friends, holding hands around the campfire. Good. But th- this pick, Pascal from Kentucky, by the way, who all of a sudden is becoming an NFL feeder program with how good they've been the past few years. It it, it all of a sudden builds to a group that has Aiden Hutchinson, has the Aquara brothers, has McNeil, has Levi. Has Michael Brockers, who's going to be Derek kind of the, Barnes? Yeah, Derek Barnes. I think this team, Sloan, just the if front I can seven is well. Once again, Brad Holmes has put an emphasis on listen. We're going to go get guys who we like in the front seven and just yes. stock it up. We're going to stock it up, and they have. I just think real quick. I think that you know while everyone sits here and says you know they're, they're, the Lions, the big weakness is the secondary. It's a big hole. I don't think it's as big as a big of a hole as people think. And I'll tell you why. There's young guys back there. Okuda still only played, I think, eleven games, right? I mean, I, say what you want about Amani Oruwariye was among the Jerry interceptions Jacobs. leaders last year, and he missed four games. Jerry, Jerry Jacobs, Jacobs came good. on strong. AJ Parker's a ball hawk. What, Tracy we, Walker mm-hmm. is so Deshaun Elliott slept on. Deshaun Elliott, you bring him in. You now draft my boy Kirby Joseph. So I'm just saying, like, it might not be as big of a hole as people think because you have to allow these guys time to develop and get better. And I think that's kind of where that's a theme on this defense as a whole because the pass rushers too, as you mentioned, Ali McNeil, Levi Onuzurike. Julian O'Quara, uh, Charles Harris, who came on strong last year. You extend Aubrey, him. I mean, Aubrey Pleasant, pound for pound, might be the best position coach that we have on this staff. He Agreed. almost left for your Minnesota Vikings, Henry, to be your defensive coordinator. Thank you for not doing that respectfully. You can have him later, perhaps. Actually, he'll be our DC first. We love you, Hank. So let's continue to look down the line here. Third round pick. I want you to drive on this a little bit more, too, because you are a little bit more fired up about this pick than I am, but maybe I haven't uh, read into it enough yet. But Kirby Joseph, third round, 97 overall, safety from Illinois, and you really like this guy, Trent. I just don't get the red flags. People get so bogged down, and it's the reason baseball's dying. People get so bogged down in analytics and measurables and numbers and the crunch and everything. It's like, dude, I don't care if he's got somewhat of a shorter wingspan. I don't care if he's only played the game uh, as a safety. He was a receiver for three years, I think, and he transitioned to safety He's only been playing back there for a year. Like, I test, bro. Watch him play. He's always around the ball. He has great hands for a safety. I'll take that. He's got speed. He's strong. Like, he was the pro, he was the number one pro football focus safety. So you numbers people explain to me how his measurables can be bad, but he's going to fall to the third round when he is factually the best statistical safety in the draft. That's where I'm at. I just, I yeah. like, and he's, he's, he's charismatic. He's got the personality. He... Back at the beginning of the hour, Sloan, and we talk about this culture fit and why Hutchinson, I think, was such a home run. I think Joseph fits right into that pocket as well. He's a guy who loves the game. He's going to be a leader. He's fired up. He's excitable. He's fun to watch. He's a ball hawk. And I will be driving the bandwagon for this kid because you know what? Sure, you could have traded up to 12 and instead of Jamison Williams taking Kyle Hamilton, a guy who, you know, the Lions were potentially thinking about taking at number two overall at one point. Or but when they traded that. up, there was a litany of options at 12. They could have gotten Davis. I know you were, you're were you a Davis guy, Matt. Yeah. They could have gotten Hamilton. You even said Willis when you and I watched the draft together on Thursday. Well, but I, was, I When they traded up, I honestly thought they were taking Hamilton. And I would have been really happy if they did My didn't. gut said yes, but I was so happy with the receiver. Everyone in the stadium thought Malik Willis. 
I mean, really? everyone thought it was Malik Willis. Which, well, once you, again, that's that media smokescreen that got It is, it up. is. And, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and oh, thank God can they we, didn't do that. Can but, we, can we, sorry, one second. Can we talk about how Baltimore got two of the best players in the draft in the first round? Yeah, that, yeah they did well. That wow. just makes me angry. Well, the center, Baltimore is good at Baltimore. Uh, Linder, Linderbaum. Gonna, right? He walks in as an instantly a five, top five center in the NFL. Like they, he's yeah, that yeah. good. Yeah. And Jordan Davis is going to be... You know, he's not going to be an every-down guy, but damn, he's going to have a role, a role yeah. on a good NFL team. I mean, just look at him. Fifth round, 177, James Mitchell, tight end Virginia Tech. This guy, without tearing his ACL last season, was going to be a, a day-two pick. Yes. That, that was consensus. He's someone who they can move around the formation a little bit. I think they can line him up as an H-back. I think he's going to be tight end two, but once again, Trent... Just like Jamison Williams, this shows that this regime isn't afraid to take a swing on a guy that has some injury baggage, but has a lot of upside. Once again, this is the second example of that. TJ Hawkinson in his three seasons has never gotten support behind him. Not once. They tried it with Darren Jesse Fells. James. They tried it with Darren Fells, Michael Roberts, all these Isaac Nauta. one-off names. Isaac Nauta, Brock Wright, TJ Hawkinson, poor guy. I mean, last year he was double teamed every snap. Lions had no other threats, by the way. That's why the wide receiver bolstering up that room is huge for this team because it helps Hawkinson open things up a little bit more. But I love this pick, and and I don't have a ton of analysis on the guy, but Sloan, you're right. He was going to be a top three-round guy until his injury. And like you said, he'll be tight end too. But, hey, the Lions are no stranger to running two tight end sets. Dan Campbell was a tight end. Dan Campbell loves the position. No, that's the thing too. People, He must be a fit. People, I don't want this to get lost. I know that they're – being splashy on the exterior on the offense this offseason, but this is an offense that's going to pound the ball still. Yep. And hey, forty percent of Jared Goff's passes are going to probably get to be play action passes next year, set up by hopefully a run game that's top ten in the NFL, led by an offensive line that, in my opinion, as it stands right now, is top ten in the NFL. But once again, a lot of good signs. Sixth round, one eighty-eight. Malcolm Rodriguez, Oklahoma State, really liked the pick. I love that pick. Matt really likes the pick. You and I were out in a certain location, and we saw this pick pop up on the TV screen, and we were we were thrilled because this guy isn't that long. He's not that big, but his instincts are plus, he was, and he's a tackling machine. He was first-team All-Big 12 on a, arguably one of the best defenses in the country last yep. year for Oklahoma State. He was really good last year. Yes, he was undersized, similar to N'Kobe Dean, but like, he can play. And yeah, and Oklahoma like, State and Detroit. No, this Cunningham uh, seems to work uh, out for you. This is not some day one starter, but this is a guy who is is a foot another football player. And yes. I know it's cliche, and I know it's Dan Campbell. No, that's the culture, and but that's yeah. the vision. Yeah. No, we're not picking. You know, we think we can have this guy fit our scheme like the you know the pro Patriot oh, Patricia's and Quinns goodness. of the world. Oh, Jelani Tavai is that big physical linebacker we need. Lord, take me now. Sideline to sideline. I don't have a ton to say about this, the, uh, the or the additional picks. Sixth round, two seventeen. Another edge rusher, James Houston, out of Jackson State. Great name. I mean, a big, big year. Sixteen and a half sacks his senior season at Jackson State. Yeah. Another edge rusher. Love doubling down there. Once again, his his measurables, his his hand size. You know, I'm looking once again at the the, the his athletic score here. Not outstanding per se, but once again, it's a six-round pick. He's a, he's a transfer from Florida, a former high major player, something I really like again. And then finally in the second round, Chase Lucas, corner Arizona State. This this is a more of a toolsy guy and, you know, 25 years old, so hopefully he's going to be pro-ready, but he's speedy, yeah. explosive, and well, when you get that late in the draft, defense, 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 too. You get that late in the draft, it's kind of like you're just taking flyers on guys that you like or that you had contact with. You know, the Lions were in the Senior Bowl 
Uh, that's something that you know has to be discussed. The Lions had contact with a lot of these guys. I mean, Kirby Joseph, not to bring it back to him, but he said that he had a formal interview with the Lions, and he was a third-round pick. So that tells you the Lions had their eyes on a certain group of players, and it definitely feels like all of the uh, – the Lions' picks were flying, too. I mean, they were on the yeah. clock for like 30 seconds, they picked. So I have so much confidence in Brad Holmes, my guy, second draft. He's absolutely killed it this offseason thus far. He has absolutely killed it. And I'm fired up for this team next year. Schedule's favorable. I Again, we could talk Lions all day because that's Absolutely. what we do here. A-plus draft. I was just going to ask you, heavy defense, except for Williams, which checks my box. Got an impact wide receiver, which checks my box. I Possibly to, the best player in the draft. Possibly the best receiver in the draft as well. Yes. The odds-on rookie of the year favorite in Hutchinson right now. Yep. I already have odds on that. Mentioned that to you last night at another location. Maybe Trent's house. It was definitely Trent's house. Okay. Well, it was definitely Trent's house. Excited about that. The Motley House. I, I'm going to be – I'm going to go with an A- minus on this draft. I, I, I don't see many flaws in their plan of attack here, but – the, the little objectiveness in me and the little, you know, I'm not passive. Yeah, I don't have De- that. Despite what Brendan Shabbat will say, I'm not passive. But I'm going to go with an A-. minus. But that's me being a little bit more hesitant because reading through mock draft analysis, you know, reading through a lot of stuff that people had on Twitter, a lot of national people, not that we care about the national people, had this as an A don't or care. an A-plus draft. So that's not, no, you're not Homer Trent. Henry, he is not Homer Trent today. I, I, he is I, realistic. I don't know Trent how to handle this. I feel like an abused puppy that, would, like, I, I don't know how to. I can't trust anybody right now because he's somehow not Homer Trent. I'm not on Bally Island it, right now. Give it a second plus, and then maybe you might be a Homer. A, a plus, plus plus. Yes. Oh boy, flawless. All these guys are going to be Hall of Famers. Gold jackets for all of them. Henry, this is not Homer Trent because the Lions got it right, and consensus. That's what people think. Your thoughts? I know it was a good draft for them. I I, I don't know. I mean, I'm 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 pretty impartial to this, so I think I would say, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. This is this is a great draft. What about the Vikings? Before we yeah. break, give us a, give us a lot of great grade. Yeah, cool, man. Give us give uh, us a, come on. Honestly, dude, I, I you might be right. Maybe I'm a little optimistic. I'm gonna give it a B plus. I think, All right, I think it was a draft. You, I mean, Speedy Naylor. Hey, Speedy is a sneaky good pick. I'm I'm yeah. gonna that might there, that might age well. I think four Spartans won in this draft. K nine going to Seattle. Love the fit because they pound the ball. Hope he doesn't get hurt behind that you know, sponge offensive line they have. Then you have Naylor. He went. Hayward went to Pittsburgh. AJR Great Curry, pick for them. second to last of the Rams. That was a little bit of a surprise. Kevin Jarvis signed with the Lions. I saw that today. Yes. Khalil Pimpleton. Yes. Oh, I, oh, I'm so glad you brought that, brought that up because we, we don't need to spend time on it. But, man, that's a pickup. That kid, oh, speed, knack for the ball, great hands. That. Oh, he's awesome. I watched Local. him all year. He's great. Keeping him home. Local. Muskegon, I mean, that the Muskegon man. I, you know, Matt, I was surprised, though, that, you know, before we wrap, that there were four Spartans drafted. I thought ugh, for a minute there, I, I was a little bit in doubt about Hayward and Naylor. But Spartans I, will. They will indeed. We, we all knew K-9 <laughs> was going to get drafted. I was worried I'm about Hay- with where was, he went. I knew Hayward would get drafted. I was worried somebody was going to be like, we're not going to waste a draft pick on you because he's such a – Yeah. He, he can help everybody. He's kind of positionless. Does, right? But like, Kind of. So, like, that's one of those guys you just don't draft. But I'm glad he went to Pittsburgh because he gets, gets to play with his brother. He gets to play with his brother and he's going to kick ass. And then I, I'm happy Naylor got drafted because I think he should have. And I think him and just Minnesota giving him that opportunity will be good. And I was really surprised when our Curry got drafted. Almost Mr. Irrelevant. Almost. And Mr. Irrelevant was... Brock Purdy. Yeah. Go clones. Brock Purdy? Yeah. I'm in. Great name. Strong name. A-plus name. I'm in on him. Brock Purdy. Remember when Trevor Simeon was Mr. Irrelevant? Remember when Chad Kelly was Mr. Irrelevant? 
just I don't remember any of the Mr. Irrelevance. You guys are complete encyclopedias. I don't we, know we any of this. We are Mr. Irrelevant, you and I, together. That sounds kind of insulting. That, don't <laughs> don't, don't insulting. put your, don't put yourself down like that. Don't I, do that. I'm sorry, Trent. Not I, today. I won't do that. No. Of all days. There's there's still a lot to do here. We're going to do yes, about there is. 10, maybe 12 minutes of Tigers. And then we have a special show announcement about about noon. The the future of the Green and White Report is incredibly bright next year. We're going to bring in Henry alongside well one person is It here will today. be revealed. It will be revealed. We're going to keep you on the line. Another line person is working right now. He he's on the grind. But in the 12 o'clock hour, too, we have a litany, I'm going to use that word a second time, litany. of people to bring on the air with a ton of opinions. We're going to recap what was a fantastic year here in beautiful Fight City. But for now, Tiger's up next. It's 36 after the hour, Green and White Report. Um, the music that matters. Every Monday through Friday at 5 p.m., Impact 89FM gives away prizes like tickets to upcoming concerts, music festivals, movies, and more. Just listen to the top five at five, write down the names of our top five songs of the day, and call our request line when the last song ends. If you can list each song, you win. That's it. Only on Impact 89FM. You're driving too fast. Uh, all right. Okay. My seat's cold. Turn off the AC. Hey, watch out for that red light. Oh, uh, that's not really red. That's just the warning red. It's fine. We're almost there anyway. Look out for that bicycle. Ah! Why is our car flying? Puny humans, why is it that you cannot seem to operate your motor vehicles safely? Next time, there may not be a giant robot around to prevent imminent disaster. Whoa, put me down! And you, with the pedal-driven two-wheeled apparatus, why did you not guarantee the crosswalk was clear before you entered? I, uh... And where is your helmet? Human brains do not have a standard factory part number and cannot be easily replaced. For tips on optimal survival strategies while biking, you should visit bikes.msu.edu. I will put you down now. Now I'm going to be late for P-Knuckle. A message from 89FM. Welcome back to the Green and White Report. Maroon 5, great pick. Hank, you're always good with the music, mm -hmm. but uh, this one in particular. Great song. Sources Adam Levine, say, Sexiest Man Alive. This Shout is, out. This is a, a, a big hit at the, the 10.08 Albert Spotify playlist. I, I cannot, I can confirm that. I can, There's no denying that. that. There's just confirming. It's a good one too, Trent. Oh yeah. We got about, uh, we got some Tiger's thoughts here. Uh, Go get them, Tigers! We had a we had a Tigers-filled show the last time we were here. We had Marin and Allie on. They're still here. They're going to be on later. We had, we had Matt on. We were we were still lost in the sauce of 3,000, and we were like, wow, this team is going to the World Series. Evidently, they were still lost in the yep. sauce, too, the Detroit Tigers. And Oof. I was going to say they haven't won since then, but they won last night yes! against the Dodgers. Fleeced them. Bo Brisky. Waxed them. To, to quote Matt Merrifield, what did he do? He shoved. He shoved. Bo Brisky shoved last night. He was fantastic. But some timely hitting. Once again, the, the Javier Baez and Austin Meadows combination continues to carry this team. Oh. Even though Candelario had a couple of knocks yesterday, the bullpen continues to be a strength. But even though they got a win last night, it was a big one, and they're going to have a chance to take a series today. 
it was a very concerning week to be a Tigers fan, and what a, not easy. What a can we get a buzzer for that, please, Henry? Here's a buzzer for Thank you, Hank. taking you, a Hank. terrible route to a ball in right field. <clears throat> Robbie Grossman. Oh, my God. Hitting the cutoff, get that man. guy out of my face. Get him out of my face. But, I can't stand him. I, t- I tried to do this last week, but I, I like, dude, he has no future here. He's 32 years old. He eats up innings. He's an objectively bad defensive outfielder. He, he walks. I don't give a damn if he walks, if he crowds the plate, if he strikes out, if he gets a hit. It's meh. Everything he does is meh. You're Robbie talking Grossman about Bob is a, Grossman here. He's a scoop of vanilla ice cream at like a Halloween party when hey, you're some like some people around he, here like so vanilla ice cream. Meh. No, I, I do too, but you don't put anything on it. Like, what is that? You know, it's Matt's like, it's got like, some thoughts. It's like when, when you you could have it. You you take the scoop of vanilla ice cream and you've got <laughs> this table of toppings and, and and sweets and treats to put on it, and you just eh, I'm good with this. That's Bob Grossman. Moneyball, baby. Woo, he gets on base. When I walked into the studio today, the last thing I thought I would hear is you bitch about Robbie Grossman. Oh, my gosh, dude. I just, okay. If if I can give more context to this, I guess it's like, dude, Meadows. You got Meadows. He's one of your best players. Riley Green is coming up here in a couple weeks, or hopefully, right? And then you've got... Derek Hill is a player. has had a slow start, I understand. But he's a guy that was one of your best players last year. Hit 270. Derek Hill is a player. Victor Reyes could use innings. I just, I don't need the Bob Grossman every day. And, And to quote my good friend Ryan Rabinowitz, he gets penciled in every day like he's Babe Ruth like AJ Hinch is just like yeah Bob Grossman and right obviously like that Bob Grossman leading off obviously and it's just like all the shifting you see oh my goodness power guy you loved that one oh it was fantastic it really next level thinking AJ it really ooh what wow what a what an I I, I guess let's let's zoom back out because I don't want to I don't want to just make this the Robbie Grossman slander uh, it makes me kind of sad because they lost an option in Kreidler when he broke his hand yeah which is you know I was sad about that for a while yes cried myself to sleep but well just what a what a start from hell to this season for the Tigers seriously I mean like just like last year again show some promise a really exciting opening day Javi Baez has been fantastic he's on all-star sucks is that all the energy that was built up in the offseason has been lost. It has, completely. and that, that's what happens when there's you lose no reason they, it just There's no reason they can't bounce back from this. I mean, hell, they could go take a series today, and I'd be thrilled about that. Yeah, it's and, still and, very and, early. And we'd be back on the bandwagon, I'm sure. Back. We'd be in, Tigers say. in. But I think it's pretty safe to say that all the energy that was built up on opening day in the offseason and spring training has at least severely been nullified, which is really a shame. But... There are some reasons for optimism, of course. It's not completely doom and gloom compared to last year because the team is better. And there's so much time left, like you said, but it's just... Bullpen's been elite. Bullpen's been great and only going to get better. You're bringing back Chafin. Yep. You get to put Alexander in there once these guys start Mm -hmm. to get healthy. Like, there there are positives. You're right. It's, I just I just don't want Bobby Grossman to start every day. Whatever. Not not here, nor there. Bobby Grossman? Yeah, Bob Bob, Robbie, Bob Bob Robert. Be better, Robert. We're, We're joined here in studio by a special guest. Mr. Zach Slowick, who is another large Detroit Tigers fan. Wins outfit of the day, by the way. Yes. He's got a Draymond Green Warriors jersey as well. That's as... the best Warriors jersey that they wear, in my opinion. And a Lansing Lugnuts hat. I don't, I don't like that. I don't love that uniform, but it's cool because it's like the Wilt Chamberlain, right? That's what they're going for? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like their little throwback they did. Um, gonna We're going to get Slowick's mic on, by the way. You people can probably faintly hear him. No, okay, talk yeah. now. There we okay. go. There we are. Yes. Uh, no, yeah. So it's like their throwback little Wilt. Ask jersey. Yeah. Uh, I got it the day they dropped. They did like a sale. If you're one of the first people who bought it, it was like 50% off. And so I was like, can't pass up a Draymond Green jersey. So you're a Tigers guy. You're a White Sox guy. I'm a Tiger. I'm a Tigers guy. You're a Tigers guy. My girlfriend lives in Illinois, so I get to go to like nice clubs. Flex. 
Cubs and <laughs> strong flex. Yeah. What part of Illinois? The, I do she, not uh, have a girlfriend. She lives in Naperville, which is Naperville. What do we know about Naperville, Henry? Th- that is a. I would say that is, it's Am probably I missing like something. The bright. You know Naperville. Uh, There's a quarterback and wide receiver duo. Okay. I think they went Naperville to Naperville Central. I think they went to high school together. If I'm not yeah. dead. If I'm not. Yes. What am I missing? Oh, Jaden Reed and uh, Peyton Thorne. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. I was gonna say, what the hell are yes. you guys talking about? No, okay, but we're yeah, running so circles. Around. I do have. I did get the chance to go watch the Cubs and. They bailed and decided to get rained out when it wasn't raining. Oh, um, shame on that. And then, <laughs> and then, but I did get to see the White Sox play, so I got some merch from there. But no, I'm definitely a Detroit guy, Tigers fan all the way. Are you? Well, I don't say I don't think we're in panic mode yet, but we're we were damn close earlier earlier this week. Are you? Uh, are you as alarmed as we are about the way this team has started? Or you know, there once again, I I do want to give pause because there are things that are promising this year but there are also a lot of things that aren't promising like the fact that they can't handle the damn ball by the way pause no pun intended (laughs) 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 i love that oh no he didn't keep it henry didn't pick up dad joke whatever it's all right who cares no you're good still love you hank always we love you hank no but uh yeah no i was also in attendance on that three thousand game so i was also a little a little too optimistic and like, oh, this is great. It was a you fever. Know, yeah. you know, I probably watched the video a hundred times on my phone. Um, just like, holy, like, holy crap, how did that happen? Um, and how was I here for it? But uh, I was super excited. Um, I said early in the year, Tigers were going to be an 81 team. I still think they could win 80. Um, they got a tough road ahead. Losing six in a row is not going to ever help no. you get to those high number that is wins. Not good. Schedule no. insider Matt Merrifield, um, though, has reason for optimism. Oh, why? Because we play Pittsburgh this week? Yeah. Pitt, two, I mean, yes. Well, you and I went over no, it a few times. The bad news is it's only a two-game series, right? We got Pittsburgh coming up. We got Minnesota coming up, who I know we just got swept by, but, you know, hopefully we're getting In Houston. That. We got Oakland. Cleveland coming up. Oakland coming up. Baltimore. Winnable games. Ball, yeah, yeah. No, the, the next month is looking more winnable I, than April. And I think we could take one or two in Houston. Um, no, I completely agree. No, look, yeah. look at what they did last year. They were rat bleep Dude, to start this? the year. A, and then a five-game series with the A's? Uh, yeah, can you believe that? Five games? Oh, that, thank you, Rob Manfred. That and Minnesota, too, at the end of the month, they have a yeah. five-game series. That's wild. Anyway, so I, I, I didn't mean to completely derail what you guys were saying. You guys were rolling. No, yeah, but so I think, like, Houston, I think we can. Uh, the Tigers can pick up some games. Um, Oakland, Pittsburgh, terrible. Pittsburgh should be a sweep. Yeah, at least four of the five in Oakland should be wins. Um, so I think the number one thing in my mind that's been pretty ridiculous this year is this bullpen. I mean, when Chafin, Funkhauser, and Cisnero went down pretty much in order at the end of spring training, I was like, damn, I am very, all of a sudden very concerned about what they're going to be bringing out of the bullpen. I was like, it's going to be 2013 all over again here. But all of a sudden, the Will Vests and Drew Hutchinson's and Jacob Barnes's of the world have given up like one run apiece in eight innings this year. Yep. And you look at this team, and the rosters are going to be cut down soon. And you say, man, there's going to be someone sent to Toledo who really does not deserve to be sent down. And not, it's going to be one of the have. outfielders. It's going to be one of these outfielders who can't get innings because Robbie Grossman is apparently prime Babe Ruth. Hear me, hear me, hear me out on this. And this, I don't think they'd do this because I don't think they'd go with the three-man bench, but take Dustin Garneau, send oh, him out. Eject him into space. Sit, Good take, guy, great guy, but like, just there's no reason to have three catchers on a take roster. Take Willie Castro, who can't do anything on a baseball field, Jesus. and send him out, and then go with the three-man bench. And, and and a large don't hate it. I, I just think I think that's too that's too obvious. That's too um safe for AJ Hinch and his uh you know spreadsheets and his Excel sheet. 
to uh, what is going on? I don't know what's with Dude, AJ Hinch. He's not. He's morning. not been good this year. He is not. You guys think AJ Hinch has been good this year? These lineups, well, dude. The, I'm telling you, that game that the Tigers lost in horrific fashion with the uh, on Minis- Minis- the Minnesota game, right? Yes. Yeah. With the uh, first of all, Bob Grossman drops the ball, whatever. But the, the Eric Haas play, like he shouldn't be behind the dish. AJ Hinch pinch hits him in the third when when you got when when you have Tucker Barnhart hitting 260 this year, and you throw in you throw in Haas just because he has good pinch hitting stats. It's like, dude. Javi just won you the game. Now be- play your best defensive guys. There is no reason to take Tucker Barnhart out of the game in the eighth inning. He's called a great game. I, I, that, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. He's He outsmarts himself, and he constantly has these. And, and I like Hinch. I'm in on Hinch. He's a great manager. I just don't think he's been good this year. Drive on this, Matt. I, first off, the biggest issue with the team this year is that the pitchers are expected to strike out all 27 batters. Because mm-hmm. if a grounder's hit to second, Jonathan Scope is not throwing it to first. And the pitchers, and to your point, I mean, when that's your saving grace, it doesn't really help when those guys are hurt. Right. I mean, Scoobal pitched well the other night. And Scoobal's been really still good. still gave up four runs. None of them should have been earned, if I'm not mistaken. Like, yeah. Two of them were, or wow. some, but like, one of them was. No, Anyways, he's had three good starts this he's year. Had, he's pitched awesome. I still think he could win the Cy Young if, you know, the defense picks it up. Brisky went out and balled last night. It just, I don't. It's their defense. They can't pick up the ball and throw it to first. And at some point, that's not on Hinch. That's just. No, I understand that. I just I'm coming at it more from the right. lineups and 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 you know some of the some of the the batting order sometimes. I, just what are we doing? I don't necessarily have an issue with the lineups we've had. I think more so this team is just not a cold weather team for whatever reason. Well, when then Tigers a, never are. Well, yeah. when you play in a city that it doesn't stop snowing until May, you Blah! might snow <laughs> out. <laughs> Anyway, neither here nor there. <laughs> it, you play in a city that it keeps snowing until May. You might want to make sure you can hit in April, at least to suffice. Yeah. When you're putting up two runs a game, you can't expect to win. No, that's so. the, that's the thing. The, the Tigers don't. There's no timely hitting aside from last night, as Sloan mentioned. Mm-hmm. But it's just, dude. Ultimately, the team has underachieved thus far. There have been a lot of injuries, and Hinch has not been great. I th- expect all the, those are three things that can change on a dime. And maybe last night was the turning point. I don't know. But it just anytime you're what are we five games under five hundred that sucks man like it's it, it's is it May first today oh my goodness yeah. it's May first hey happy but May Day showers bring May flowers May Day some say but this is our final show so uh-huh. we we need kind of forgot for a sec we we can't go out on a pessimistic mood they're gonna win today they're gonna no, win the, the series the, the tiger oh, obviously they're gonna win today mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. Matt Merrifield called that like a week ago I said I honestly I saw honestly thought we could take two or three from L A and I don't know why I feel like we're just gonna walk in and win today so we're all at consensus this is a little preview of the gambling corner but Tigers money line it's like plus two twenty oh I'm in on that that's are they giving money away Trent. They tend to do that a lot. Didn't, didn't Miles take the Tigers last night? Yeah. He did. He did. And he, he was did. telling everyone to do it. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have a problem. My brother's also not 21, so I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to stop talking. Um, but, uh, yeah, no. It, yeah, the Tigers' money line last night was the play. So Made, we, made people some money. Mm-hmm. We have a special announcement to get to here on the Green and White Report. It is uh, nine minutes before the top of the hour. We are about to start... Mm-hmm. We're about to roll out the... We're about, we're about to roll out the red carpet... Of guests and and everybody's gonna get you know everyone's gonna talk here. But Trumpet fanfare, baby. There there's a guy in front of me right now who's gonna be joined alongside another WDBM lifer here today in the studio who's gonna be talking a lot through these airwaves next year on Sunday mornings from eleven to one, and that would be the aforementioned Mister Zach Slowick, 
future co-host of this radio program with Mr. Brendan Shabath next year. Zach, fella, how you doing, pal? Where you from? Tell us about you. <laughs> All right, so I am from Downriver, Michigan. Very proud of it. <laughs> Downriver, good word. Southgate, oh yeah. Not as good of a word as Litany, but close. Oh, I might have to use not, it a third not time. Quite. Go uh, back to the well. <laughs> yeah, no, a lot of slander of Downriver. I'm a very proud Downriver guy. Um, Shout out to Just Taylor. south of Detroit. What's your zip code? 48195. Shout out. (laughs) (laughs) But this is, uh, you know, not only is this a really special day because Trent and I are going to grace these airwaves on this radio program (laughs) for one final time. God! But we could not be more fired up, you and I, about the the future of this radio program next year. It's rolling. Mr. Brendan Shabath is across the way over at beautiful, historic old college field getting ready to call a consequential softball game. Brendo! Winning they're in, I believe. I don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> Softball team sucks. Why are we oh, not yeah. like pre-gaming that and going over there? <laughs> One and done. Let's do it. Winning your end. I'm all in. It's like the NCAA tournament. Let's go. Me? Shirts off. Like, let's get rowdy here. Brennan Shabath is going to be here next year on this radio program. It's going to be a great Slowick show. Yes. He's going to be here next year on this radio program. Jada Coster is going to be back here next year on this radio program. But I also have another special announcement and that this would be that Mr. Matt Merrifield is going to be taking on a bigger role with the show next year, contributing on producing the radio program. Congratulations, Mr. Merrifield. Matt, you the man. Matt Merrifield, Joey Hauser of the station. I have more words for you later, but this kid absolutely kicks ass. I am so proud of you and what you've done thus far and working your way up. Jay, if you're listening, you as well. You guys have been the linchpins in the last, you know, semester coming into the Green and White Report every day. Well deserved, my friend. Hey, how about how about that time when they filled in with like a yes. ten minute? Yeah, yeah, that's, that yep, was amazing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sloan and I were in Greenville, Blow Canes. Uh, just and, and all of a sudden we were just like, oh, this isn't gonna work. Uh, I don't know what we, what do yeah. we do? And Matt and Jay just put on the headphones right and, in. No and prep, step in just and it. and have to answer questions like, is the tournament Arkansas to lose? Because we yeah. di- uh, of yeah. course we 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 slanted the show in favor of us. Then these guys got to go try to put on the Sloan and Bally cap, which is, whew, talk about a roller <laughs> hey, coaster. So you 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 fellas tell us what's to expect next year. What, what are what are people listening to this radio program going to expect when they turn on their radios at 11 a.m. on the uh, the final week of August? Will you be slandering Aaron Rodgers? Oh, I was about to get to that heavily. I'm not sh- heavily in honor of the, tr- in honor of Trent Valley, we will slander Aaron Rodgers every single week. Oh we'll gosh. slip it in I'll somewhere. Be listening to you guys. What a prickly guy. Yeah, no, uh, and of course, uh, Brendan knows everybody and their mother uh, throughout the MSU community here. Yes. So mm-hmm. hopefully we get some uh, some guests, some pretty cool guests, uh, possibly uh, a running back who once attended Ooh. the same high school um, as Brendan and is pretty good friends with him. So um, mm-hmm. it rhymes with. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We no, still got to no get a free pass. Ad. No, no yeah. free. No free. We still got to get. We, we still got to get a pass. Um, he wears a number close to twenty-five. Mm. Um, so I will give that. But uh, so that's really exciting. <laughs> hey, but th- in all actuality, this is a special day too for our guy behind the glass, Mister Henry Menegos, as Henry begins to pass the torch of producing this show to Mr. Matt Merrifield. Henry has had an unbelievable run producing the show over the years. He's been with us all year this year. He was with us all year last year during really difficult times. And even his freshman year when Mr. Ryan Rabinowitz and Mr. Julian Mitchell still graced these microphones, Henry was a producer on that show as well. And you are going to be celebrated today, too, Henry, as you take a big, big swig of coffee. A gulp, one might say, not a swig. <laughs> no, I appreciate the love, man. Love you guys. 
And and I you, love you too, Hank. <laughs> yeah, wow, that we, was wholesome. <laughs> see, there's we, we got to keep we got to keep a lid on it here for for a little longer. We got <laughs> yeah, about an hour keep a lid left. On it. Yeah. No, it's okay, Trent. I'm, you know, I, I I take that back. We're not. Gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm not it's a wonder I haven't gotten kicked off these airwaves in these three years, anyways. So I'm 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 right. Yeah. Hey, but for for Brendan out there who I know is listening, he probably is going to text me any moment here. For you, Matt, for, for, for you, Zach, as well, there is a lot to be excited about this, this year, show racing is, these airwaves. The, the best days of the show are ahead. Michigan I, State I truly believe that. is looking up athletically. We're going to go to the national championship next year in football. When it comes to the basketball team, I am not sure about that. Natty. Considering that uh, we'll figure it out. You know, we're going to bring in a transfer from Oakland and Tom Crean. So not necessarily as high on them. Man, I'm Tom Crean. I'm a Tom but, Crean guy. No, Tommy! But the fact that you guys get to kick off your tenure co-hosting this radio program with such a, a football team that's going to be, you know, probably the most anticipated team since they went to college football playoff. I'm fired up for both of you for that reason. Yeah, no, it should be really fun. Um, we're kind of lucky. Uh, Brendan will be calling the basketball games, and I'll be calling the football yes, games. Yes, I was just about to tease that as well. So, you, not only are you going to be behind the microphone on Sunday mornings, but you're going to be covering the football team. Matt Merrifield will be stepping into a bigger role next year, perhaps covering the hockey team. And looking good doing it, both of you. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So, so one of us should be here. Um Pretty much every week. I know you two both covered basketball, so uh, gave a lot of people. Yeah, some hoops. Hoops. Um, So that'll be fun. We'll get a lot of guests on. Uh, I'll make sure to get Henry down here a couple times, considering I'm living one house over from him next year. Yeah, I think we can make that. Is that breaking news? That is breaking news. Liam Jackson and Zach Slowick uh, household, along with many other legends, is is moving. Yes, we will be on uh, just one house over. uh, So it will be Trent's current house and then a gap. Of another house, and then Ooh, our you house will be great friends. Pray, with. pray to them. Yeah, to them. yeah. The people who live there right now are kind of weird. So I hope that uh, you're, <laughs> I hope that your your new neighbors are are welcoming and fun. Let's hope so. You, you guys got to get them. I'm kind of being I'm being mean today. I'm you not trying. I'm not really trying to be mean. Be happy. I'm always happy. Day of celebration. Oh, yeah, I'm happy. I'm very happy. Trent right, t- speaks his mind. Life is good, man. But yes, no, you guys, seriously, I mean, we said it till we're blue in the face. Honolulu blue in the face. You guys are going to absolutely kick ass next year. I can't wait to tune in on Sunday mornings, uh, uh, you know, hopefully when I have a job somewhere and some corner of this country, don't know where. Hopefully but I can't tomorrow. wait. I can't wait to flip on the green and white report and then, uh, you know, I, I get home from church, turn you guys on, and boom, it's going to be fun. There's Plus, there's a lot you guys can uh, bring to the table next year, perhaps you know, in or out. It could be in or it could be out. Who knows about that? All of a sudden, the full-court press with Henry Menegos is now going to be the full-court press with Matt Merrifield most of the time. How about that? The marquee. His name is up in lights. (laughs) Marquee Matt Merrifield. Merrifield. He's not Matty Ice anymore. Oh, he's Joey Hauser. (laughs) But the, the other exciting thing about this as well is we're joined by a ton of people today in studio who are not just seniors, we have a lot of uh, our elder statesmen here at the station here, but we also have a lot of people here who are going to be back on these airwaves next year, and it's once again going to be all aboard the pirate ship. It's also and a, you guys we, are going to have a, a big year of guests. Too. We have a guest from out of town as well. Little teaser, I guess. Mm-hmm. We do. Which, which one? Possibly someone's dad. Oh, I thought you were going to say Miles. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, you shortchanged him. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, Miles is in the doghouse right now. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. What yeah. happened? No, next year, a lot of guests. I will pronounce probably 95% of their last names wrong. Hey, incorrectly. Someone's got to do it. Someone's yeah, got to do someone's, it. And then we're passing the torch. Yeah, like I, I will butcher names left and right and then let them correct me and tell me that I'm 
There you go. Not even close. The right way to do it, man. All right. So everyone needs to buckle their seatbelts in their cars as they drive around mid-Michigan because the next 30 minutes of radio are going to be a basically a, a revolving door here in the, the chairs next to us. We have a, a special edition of the Sparty Awards. And this edition of the Sparty Awards is going to be my favorite ever. And it is your favorite moments at Michigan State or this year was blank. And Might as we, well just get a campfire and sit around that. Yeah, no, we have a ton of people we, that are going to come in. We have people behind the glass, in front of the glass. We have various studios are packed. So for the next 30 minutes, it's going to be a trip down memory lane. And then we're going to deliver about 10 minutes of gambling. There's a phone number for that. 1-800-GAMBLER Matt, if you have a problem. Matt and if you don't know if you have a problem, ask somebody. Because usually people close <laughs> to you can tell. Matt Merrifield is going to uh, select some winners here, approximately uh, maybe 1240. Winners, winners, winners. And then at 1250, I have a story that I want to present as we no. sign off these airwaves one Story time, time, huh? So get that campfire ready. You know, we're going to start with Matt and, and Zach here in the studio in just a moment. We're going to take a quick break. But on the other side, the biggest and best edition of the Sparty Awards that we have ever had on the Green and White Report. 89FM, the music that matters. First floor. Hey, what floor are you going to? <clears throat> oh, uh, three, thanks. <coughs> hey, didn't we, uh, have... Yeah, that one class. Yeah, that's so funny to, <laughs> to see you, because I <coughs> thought maybe we could, uh... Would you ever want to, um... <coughs> I was wondering if you, if I could stick my finger in your eye. What? No. Second oh, floor. I just flushed some toilets and touched a doorknob. What? I've been keeping this moist Kleenex Ew, in my pocket. that's uh, so gross. I thought we could, you know, just stick my finger Ugh. in your eye. Is that weird? No, don't touch me. What's wrong with you? Oh, sorry. Well, ever since you got in the elevator, you've been coughing all over your hands and pressing those buttons, so I just thought you were into that kind of thing. Free. Studies show that three quarters of women and only half of men actually wash their hands in the bathroom. That's nasty. Stop the flu and other germs by regularly washing with soap and avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. More at cdc.gov slash clean hands. Impact 89 FM. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, Primetime, where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Friday nights at 10 p.m., get ready for The Mechanical Pulse, where we're spinning all the house, trance, drum and bass, electro, ambient, and remixed music you need to get the weekend started. You'll hear live interviews and DJs spinning straight from the Impact Studios and the best new music on the scene. So tune in every Friday night at 10 p.m. for Mechanical Pulse. Only on 88.9 The Impact. This speech is my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right, on time. It's tricky. It's up Here we go. Hello, everybody. Just past noon here on the Green and White Report. I'm Trent Bailey, Luke Sloan, of course. It is our final show. And in honor of our final show, we have a litany, as Sloan litany. likes to say, of shenanigans. And one of them being the biggest and possibly greatest edition of the Sparty Awards. The red so, carpet has been rolled out. With further ado, I will turn it over to our producer, Henry Hank Mick Jagger Menegos, to, uh, to, to give us a trumpet fanfare here. 
This is the, this is going to be the greatest edition of the Sparty Awards we've had in the one-year history of you and I together, and Ladies the three-year history the and of the Sparty Awards. Starns, your voice is on the air right now. Don't know if you can hear. You Just for context Sports. for everybody out there, now, we have about ten people. No, Ryan twelve people. We're not Ryan Rabinowitz and Julian Mitchell, but we're very happy we to could be in the be. Show, show out the Ravs and, yeah. and Julian. I would kill to be Ryan Rabinowitz and Julian Mitchell. The <laughs> I things I would do. I know that they're listening right now. Oh. We appreciate you, Ryan and Julian, and all of the people that came before us, including Mr. Ryan Collins as well. But special edition of the Sparty Awards, the best things that happened at your time at Michigan State for the seniors, or this year for people who are coming back next year. Pleasure to be joined by two people who are coming back this year. Uh, freshman Matt Merrifield and Zach Slowick will be taking over in one of these seats next year. The, the question is uh, the following. The best thing that happened this year for both of you is blank because, yes, you will be returning next year, I hope. Zach, you can go first. All right. Uh, I think mine's a little uh, kind of under the radar. Not many people. Uh, all we impact, love that. All Impact members, pretty sure all 200 may have made an appearance at some point, but it's going to be – the get-together we had after the broomball game against the State News. Oh, yeah. Oh, fun time. That, we waxed the State win. News, too. Kicked yeah. their ass. Five, was it 5-4? Sent them home crying. Yeah, it was It was, it was a shutout, uh, wasn't it, man? It was a hefty. No, the, we gave a. Yeah, I think it was 5-1. It five, was a one. contested goal, but I'm pretty five, sure. 5-1? Yeah, 5-0, yeah, 5-1. Five, five, we also had, like, 20 subs, and they had, yeah. like, two. We beat their we, breaks we, off. We had line def, changes, def matters, line changes, man. line changes. <laughs> you know, hockey just came to my brain all of a sudden. I've completely forgotten the first hour we're going to talk about Jeff, Jeff Blaschel getting fired. Out. Matt, he is out. We're thrilled about that, but there's no time. He's gonna, I know he's going to be the next head coach of Michigan State hockey, I love perhaps. <laughs> Broomball was a fun time. Yeah, it was a great. People I mean, were slipping and sliding and falling all over the, the whole, place. Yeah, the whole day was great. Um, almost got one of my teeth knocked out by a kid from the state news. Glad it, glad the chicklet stayed in. That would have knighted um, you. Would have been a, a hockey, hockey guy, guy injury. There would have been issues. I probably would have gotten in some trouble if someone knocked out my teeth. Um, my mom would have definitely not been happy about oh. it. So Mrs. Um, Slowick. Yeah. Do not want to make her angry when it comes to my teeth. Wait, what's your mother's name? Shout her out. Uh, shout out to my Shelly. mother, Kristen. Kristen uh, Slowick. Shout she's out. She's great. I think she's working at Henry Ford Hospital right now. Oh, so are they listening? Shout out. Uh, she might be. I don't know. That'd be kind of fun. She, she normally <laughs> listens unless she's at work. So um, she works with little babies in the NICU. So, oh, can't so have they're her. listening. Oh, so, yeah, they can't, she can't have too much babies noise in and... there. Yeah. but uh, Don't worry. We're not too loud. I'm going to go with Broomball and then... Uh, Pass it over to Matt here. Matt Merrifield right. is coming back next year, just like Zach Slowick. Thank you, Zach, for joining us. Future co-host of this radio program. We're very excited about that. Yes! Matt Merrifield, who will be returning. What What was the highlight of your freshman year, the it, pride of Macomb, Michigan? It was probably the night before I made my GW debut back in mm. January. You remember where we were? Uh, no, I'm going to be no, honest. No clue. We were at a do place that rhymes. lead to no, a certain we did, place? We did not go there that night, surprisingly. Okay. We went to a place that rhymes with brunchies. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, I remember this night. This was karaoke night. It was karaoke night. A local night. establishment. This was share night. We sang Wham together, Trent. We did. We did. We kicked ass. So so what you're saying is that that karaoke <laughs> was your favorite moment of the season? That was finishing a bucket of something in an hour Lemonade. and ten based on my photo evidence. That was... That night was just, that was an amazing night. Okay. So, that, that was the that night was you were knighted time. as the Joey Hauser of the station? That was. Yeah. I had I, that. What did you call me? The, that was you called me the tweet. Julius Marble. You were Julius Marble, so you are out. He is out. Yeah. So I guess that, and Matt Merrifield, Joey Hauser is back next year. So that means and, you're back too. 
and my dad just texted me and shout out Mike Merrifield, friend of the program. Mr. and Mrs. He, Merrifield, he, both friends of the program. Yes, shout out Jody Merrifield as well. Love Bought you, Mom. Bought me a few beverages last weekend. Thank you, Merrifields. Great people. Great folks. Uh, he has a suggestion from a night in September or October, homecoming weekend, but I don't think I can share that on air. So, oh, oh, where were we okay. Well, I mean, right. Trent, you and I only have about fifty minutes left oh. at this radio program, so oh. we, there's what nothing we got we can, to lose. There's nothing we can do to lose our jobs fin, now, I suppose. Fin, fins Hope up. Not. That's all I'll say. Fins up. Fins up. Ooh, fins up. Hey, that was the Western Kentucky game. That was. That really was. It was the night before. That was an elite time. It was a big time. But once again, Mr. Matt Merrifield is going to hand the headset off to our next uh, recipient, Mr. Liam Jackson here. But Matt's going to be back next year taking on a bigger role with this show, and he's going to be back here in about 30 minutes to deliver some winners on Gambling Corner. Now we're pleased to be joined by another person who is in his graduation regalia today. Pleased is an understatement. Nathan Stearns, welcome in, my buddy. How Football are you? Football beat going on? Fellow member of the senior class here at WDBM, and uh, Nathan is going to go with the best thing that happened at Michigan State, because much like you, Trent, and I, he is out after this show. So, yes. without further ado, man, I got to go with the I got to go with the Peach Bowl. I have to oh, go with the Peach choice. Bowl. Whether it's ele- the 11th Street Pub in Atlanta, it was just so much fun to call because I thought in the fourth they were going to blow it, especially when yeah. Whatever their third string walk on quarterback who ended up starting that Davis game and then Bevel. got hurt. Yeah, Bevel after Ooh. their second string guy gets hurt. They're going down the field at the twenty five yard line, and I'm like, This is where you blow it. Yeah. This is where you blow. You're up by three, but this is where you're bowling. And then Cal Holiday has the pick and goes eighty five yards. Oh, I mean, that, that was, was awesome. that was one of the, my favorite calls. I mean, sometimes I'll listen back to that if I want to get a good case of hearing loss. So. Stearns, your 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 videos on the field after that game too were unbelievable. So I, it was I just, was not being it productive like during it, that game. I was being very unproductive over in section. You were there whatever. as a fan. I, I was yes. there as a fan. Along with Mr. Nick Sonk, who's behind the... He's going to share his favorite Michigan State memory today. He's he's preparing it right now, writing his notes down. Atlanta, though. Great, great city. ATL. And for you, anything you have to say as you grace the WDBM airwaves for the final time on this rainy Sunday afternoon, final words for our mid-Michigan audience. I'll still be around. I got a news producing job at WIX, <laughs> wow, so I'll that be in the area. That was very... I'll be in the, I mean, I'll be in the area. I won't be, obviously, working for the station anymore, you know, as you guys said, graduating in a week. But I'll this be in just Lansing, in. East Lansing, for, t- for a couple more years at least. I'm legally bound to whenever you get into TV news that make you sign a contract. And it costs a lot of money to break said contract, so now I'm legally spent here for the next extension. two years. Sir, can I get your John Hancock? Can you sign right here, please, yeah. sir? We would like to have sign you for the, the next three line. years. Did you guys ever do like cursive in third grade and then like they I said I love th- cursive. Cursive like, in. Like you, you did cursive in. in third grade and then your teacher would say, Yep, you're gonna need to know this for the rest of your life and you never have another lesson. Oh, I, I I love cursive. Trent teaches cursive. <laughs> no, I, just, a, I was I was a gas. <laughs> no, I do not. Okay, but I would I would love to. Quote of the day: I love cursive, dude. I I, <laughs> I didn't think we'd be talking about cursive on the show, but I'm in on cursive. Okay, so Liam Jackson signed a contract to return to WDBM next year. He's taking my job, best job at yes. the station. A sports and, editor. So yes. I feel like you, you. This is a passing of the torch right here from Mr. Bally to Mr. Jackson. I feel like we passed the torch a while ago when. Uh, uh, okay, never mind. It was it was that, that it was that Crunchy's night. But uh, uh, Liam, what you got for us, man? Like, give us give us like a a hallmark moment from this year. Um, someone was gonna have to choose it, but it has to be October thirtieth. 
Mm. Um, yes. I spent. Yep. Best day of my life. Seriously. I, it probably was mine as Best well. day of my life. I spent every other home game in the press box next to Mr. Aiden Champion, which was great. But He'll be it, here, by the way. He's coming. It was awesome. He to is get, coming here. The Admiral. It was awesome to get one more night or one more day in the student section and to see Kenneth Walker um, just leave the, a legacy of Michigan State in one singular day. Also, um, just the entire city. Um, seeing all you guys, seeing all my friends throughout the whole city, that yeah. day was that was awesome. It was probably the best day of my life. So. That, that was best what day as a Spartan, in my opinion. That day was what college was all about. I mean, like summed up, and 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 for us, Sloan and Stearns and 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 uh, you know, whoever's a senior, like just as a senior to have that happen, and like that's the way you go out in that rivalry is oh man. Hey, you're gonna be covering dreams the, are made of man. You're covering the team next year. Later. Oh, I'm very excited. Yeah, what's uh, are you, are you very excited about that? I'm so excited. I can't wait to. Uh, to see uh, how this team grows, and I'll be the old guy at the station next year, so I, I oh, feel man. like I'll have a the veteran. Yeah, I'll be, and I'm. If I was, and I also want to say, if I can do half the job that Trent has done, I'll be happy with it. You so. already have, brother. Rock solid. Shout out to Trent. Shout out to you guys. So I appreciate. Shout out that. to you, man. Liam Jackson, everybody. Liam. Liam MF and Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I always call him. Trent is good with nicknames. The, Luca Malone. I'll be here good. later. I just too. have nicknames for people. I don't yeah. know if they're good. They just roll off the tongue. So no, I've been calling Allie Cohen to the main stage now. ACDC. ACDC. She's going to grace the, uh, the one chair. half of the Impact Twins. Thank, Maren, thank Maren, you, why Liam. Did, yeah, Maren, yeah. Darren, Maren Klein. We thank, got, we got the you, Impact Liam. Twins thank you, Nathan. Here. Yeah, All the, right. The Impact Twins are now here. Who dare go first? Yeah. Maren, you're also joined by a special guest today yeah, in the studio. You want to tell out. us about your special guest? Shout out Kevin Klein, my Kevin father. Klein. Kevin Klein. Thank All you for coming in, Boston, Mr. Klein. All the way from Boston, Massachusetts. Wow. The pride of Boston. Absolutely. How about that? This radio program is national now. Oh, yeah. You know what this means? We're global. We're a national brand. Okay, so somehow I don't have a job still. Someone hire me. God. So, Marin, <laughs> struggling you, over here. You are uh, now a Detroit sports fan, correct? Because you've been here in Michigan for you know a year. That's that's correct. They're your one B. Mm, yeah. give, give Detroit your one B. Don't tell me. Don't tell me it's like Chicago any, or no, something. Okay, okay, okay. I will take any team, but I'm sorry, I just I don't root for the Lions. Oh, it's just, oh. I'm sorry, I can't oh. root for the Lions. I we, just, you're not going to root what, for the 2024 Super Bowl champions. What about all the expatriates we have that we usher in and take off their hands? <laughs> Jamie Collins. <laughs> God. Hey, we gave you guys Jelani Tavai, so yes. I hope you're enjoying him thoroughly. Yeah. Allie Cohen is here. Detroit is her number one. Yes. That's for damn sure. Mm -hmm. How is uh, a, a, she's one half of ACDC. Not the ACDC that you think of, but Allie Cohen, Dan Cohen. We have to give him a shout out on air right is he now. Listening? And to the brunch crew. They're listening. The brunch crew. Yeah. Dan Cohen and Dan Cohen's friends. And a friend of Dan Cohen's a friend of mine. Who is the brunch crew? That would not be friends. It would be like my grandma, my uncle, my wow. cousins, possibly my mom. Family he made them affair. listen. Shout out Nancy Cohen. Shout yes. out all of them. Dan Absolutely. and Nan. Dan and Nan. A hell of a duo who we met at Comerica Park when we witnessed Cabrera's 3000th. It was a group of great people. It was Impact Parents Weekend. We had your parents there. We had uh, the, the Merrifields were there. The the Klein, or not the well, Klein, <laughs> the, Mr. Klein is here now. Yes. The Cohens were there. Mr. Champion was there. It was Impact oh, he was. Weekend, which brings me to you two are freshmen, so you're back next year. Of course. I'm but, so excited for you guys. If, if I can just say yeah. that, like you two in particular, you guys came in here, you kicked some ass this year. Susie Merchant loves you guys. Yes. I can't wait to see you guys grow. I'm so like proud of what you guys have done your freshman year. Like this, It's very exciting knowing that we've got two strong women kind of leading the charge here. On the, on, it's awesome. For context, too, they are the Impact Twins because Michigan State women's basketball coach Susie Merchant named them. The she Impact coined the Twins. phrase. Mm -hmm. She did. Mm -hmm. And so, you guys own it. 
Yeah, no, you are the Impact Twins. You do everything together. You go to war together. You cover sports together. If you can cover sports together, you can go to war together. Just yes. saying. But you're freshmen. You have three years left. But I am extremely excited for you guys because your first year in East Lansing was an absolute banger. It was yep. a joy. Absolutely. Yep. Think about how many boxes you guys checked off of fun things going on on campus this year. So if you had to pick one thing that was uh, stood out above the rest, what would that be? You see... October 30th would be my first mm. choice, obviously, but if I had to choose a second. Now, unfortunately, I was not physically at the game. Oh, of man. The first round of MSU Michigan basketball. I was unfortunately up at Crystal Mountain. That was a fun one. Shout out, ski team. Um, not but ski club. Not, not ski <laughs> club. They are different. I found that out the hard way. <laughs> she probably yelled I'll at leave you. I'll that there. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Proceed, Marin. But watching that game and just. That whole game in general, because yeah. that was a great. The second game, not not. Yeah, second. we don't talk about that. We don't talk about the second game, but the first game in absolutely great. That game time. is in. You know what? I'll second that. We were in, we in were on that. Michigan that game. On that was there. a great game. I was, dude. I was. Oh, it's hard to stay impartial during those ones because <laughs> mm-hmm. when the crowd gets rocked, I'm I'm sitting there in press row next to Luca Maloney. Insert extra word. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Um, and, and we, oh man, it was just awesome. Like I, I, I'm just, I'm so tense. I got my arms crossed and I'm just like squeezing my body tighter and mm-hmm. tighter because it's just Lightest that. Lightest I've ever heard the presence. You, you want that, to win that, that, game. that game so bad. And it was, it was awesome. So. AC, do you um, have a favorite that sticks out? It can be sports, non-sports. I think I have we to do copy, it all. but like. Okay, that's fine. That's good. I don't know. I bleed green. Like my freshman year, I got to see us beat Michigan in football and basketball in person. But that October yeah, that's 30th, to beat. Yeah. October 30th. That was the day we had Dan juiced up. I was going to say, tailgate. I thought for sure you would say sold out stadium. It would be involved with Dan being here. Mel Tucker's number yeah. one fan. Dan that is Cohen. true. I and hope Thomas Mel is those. listening. I hope Mel is listening because Dan Cohen is your number one fan. We yeah, also love listening. you, Mel. Yeah. You are exceptional. Mel, I'm your Great. number one fan. You're pretty good at coaching football, Mel. So we love you. National championship next year, perhaps. But you're also really cool. Yeah. Hey, year two for both of you guys coming up. How yeah. excited are you about that? Very yes. excited. You, hey. The Impact Twins. The Impact Twins. The sequel. The Impact Twins part two, perhaps. No sophomore slump for these girls. No. No, no kick, sophomore slump they're, they're, allowed. Absolutely not. But year one at Impact. Fantastic. Good. Sorry. I'm glad to hear that. You'll be back on these airways plenty of times. Yes. The future is extremely bright. Thank you very much for being part of this outstanding year. Thank you for having us. Who do we got next? Who's coming up? Let's call Michael Markoch to the main Step stage. right up. Step right up. Michael Markoch, resident Cleveland fan. We'll also call... Um, and don't you forget we it. Have, we have two Carters here, Carter Fry and Carter Landis. We'll call... Um, the Carter too. Yeah, we'll, we'll call uh, Carter Landis to the main stage. Another senior here. But uh, Michael is joining us now. He's wearing his Cleveland Guardians hat. And you know, Cleveland Guardians. Michael, not you know, the I words, the Guardians. You know, <laughs> Trent, you and I, you know, we've had a we've we've poked a lot of fun at Michael this year. There's been a lot of uh, It's all good fun. There's it's been a lot fun. of uh, friendly banter about the the Browns and the uh, the Cleveland Guardians and Cavs and various other teams. But come on, it wouldn't be fun if you didn't have a, a rival around come on we were going at it all season long well the browns and the lions are kind of like sister teams obviously Mm -hmm. nfc afc there's really no bad blood there and we suffer together no we play for the barge trophy but our baseball teams and our basketball teams are really big rivals same division across the way i would say i would say at least like probably the tigers are the guardians biggest rival at least historically uh pistons probably not but they they don't like each other. They've they've had some playoff battles yeah. back in the day. So we can agree that sure, we hate yeah. the Bulls. 
Yeah, no, no, we hate those, the Bulls. Those guys, the Bulls are out. out. They stink. Out on the, the Bulls. Bulls are out, and and those White Sox out. Oh, sorry, yeah. Slowick. That as well. Sorry about that. <laughs> so, hey, you're going to be back on these airwaves I next will. year. You're yeah. going to you're coming back. So, if you had to pick a moment this year that stands out as number one, as we continue our greatest Sparty Awards ever. So, your car breaking down? Oh, on the way to. <laughs> oh no, that was not the high point. Of sorry, the too soon, too beat. soon. Shut up, Trent. Oh, okay, no. I will. Give him a buzzer, sorry. Henry. <laughs> But something happier, something maybe a little cheerier than that would be. I mean, I think I got to jump on the bandwagon. It's got to be October 30th. It's an easy me, pick. Yep. Because it's the right No, pick. well, and I can tell you, for me, it was the first time I got to be up in the press box and actually cover the game live. Like, big shout out to everyone who gave me that opportunity to go yeah. cover the Michigan game. Hey, you deserved game. it. Um, it was the one game that I wasn't, like, you know, down in the student section or whatever. But, like, being able to see kind of the all 22 and just watch, by the way, Kenneth Walker just scored again. But oh. like, but like <laughs> he's coming, he's running down the sideline. <laughs> but it was just one of those things. Like it to me, coming here as a transfer student and always, you know, growing up, not always like feeling necessarily a part of Michigan State. Necessarily, that's when I really felt like I became a Spartan. Was at that game and being able to just like you were knighted exactly. Yes. And it was your so, baptism as a Spartan. It did rain. It that felt day, like so. it. It felt like that for me. Holy water was raining down upon our city. What a day that was! My goodness. I. I uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a great pick. I mean, honestly, how, yeah. who can fault someone for picking that? Hey, you're going to be back next year. I will be. Very excited about yeah. that. What's in store for 2022-2023 uh, for Michael Markoch? Senior year. How Senior about that? year. Yeah, my last time year, yeah. flies. Yeah. What's uh, What are you looking forward to most? National championship in football, perhaps. That's, I mean, that's a big ask. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I'm optimistic. They're going to be a good team next year for hey, sure. One, once again, because this is our last show, we can say anything outlandish that we want, Trent. Oh, yeah. I think I've emptied sure. the clip yeah. on that. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't think. I can't he said think. the Lions are making the playoffs next year. I mean, we've stopped short Super of Lions Super Bowl. So, <laughs> hey, you know, we, yeah. until now. Michael, th thank you very much for being here today. You're coming back next year. We're also be. being joined yeah. by Carter Landis who is in his final days here as a member of WDBM. Carter has done a lot in his four years with the station, kind of the jack-of-all-trades. He's not just a football guy. He's a basketball guy. He is a great guy, and he's joining us now here on the Airwaves. Carter, how do you feel about the, your final days as a Spartan coming up? It has been fantastic. It's been quite the ride. You know, it's been everything that I uh, hoped it could be and more. So, What's the highlight of these last four years? Uh, for me, I think just being a part of, uh, this team here, I mean, I joined, uh, I believe, uh, my second semester of my sophomore year, I wanted to get involved with a sports media organization and I couldn't have picked a better one. Oh, great answer. And true as yeah. well. well. You know, the truth will set you free. It seems like the consensus too, as the sun is now shining in, man, every, everything is looking down on his trend as his arms up in the air. It's Rejoice, be, man. It's going to be a beautiful day here in mid-Michigan. It's going to be wonderful. The October 30th seems to be kind of a second uh, big one. Do you, would you uh, throw a little tally on that too, if you were given a chance? You were at the Peach Bowl too. I was. So that's another big one that stands out. You're you're a lifer, so. I am. If, if there was a game or something you had to pick out, because there's quite a few of them. I would have to say the I would have to say October thirtieth as well. Okay. And uh, I almost it almost didn't happen for me. I almost decided to sell my ticket. I got this very inspiring text from my dad. Shout out to David Landis. Shout he out, said, David he's, Landis. He's listening. We he are said, always here for parent shout outs. He said, "You know, this is your senior year. This is the biggest rivalry game. You got to make it you happen. Go. You got to yep. go." And I said, "You know what? I will." Got up at six a.m. Tailgated. Oh. Hit the game, and the game was just the greatest experience I've had as a Michigan State student. It was and the A1 day, especially absolutely. not after doing anything last year. We, we, we broke out in a big way. Absolutely. But thank you both gentlemen very much. 
Mr. A Mr. Aiden the Admiral Champion is has arrived here at the station. He's Salute. Gonna, he's going to join us now live here on WDBM. Aiden Champion, he's putting his headset on now. Welcome to the airwaves, sir. How, How are you doing? doing this morning? I'm I'm doing good. <laughs> good. You know, uh, Trent, you have something to say? I just I don't think I've ever been on the air with Champ. I don't think it's ever happened. So. Yeah. What's up, man? How done, are you? I've done GNW once. So. Yeah. Well, what, what, when was the first time? Was it Julian and Ryan? Or was yeah. it earlier this yeah, year? Yeah, yeah, no, it was my sophomore year. I talked about wrestling. Wrestling? I did. Just a grinder. Wrestling? Just a grinder over here. Gruden's grinder. Uh, John Gruden canceled. Probably, yeah. shouldn't, probably shouldn't be talking about him. Whatever. Hey, Aiden. <laughs> Send it out. <laughs> Aiden Champion, football beat reporter here at the station, has done a number of things, covered pretty much every sport under the sun here that we have on campus. But. Another senior. He's in his impact or impact his own. He's in his is own gear today. We should have impact his own gear to be honest. I think that'd be pretty cool. Merch. Merch. I'm in on some swipe merch. up for twenty percent off. <laughs> Use code ready to roll. Use code Bally. <laughs> Use code Bally for fifteen percent off. Yikes. But Aiden is uh, in the the, the lime or using the the final days of his Michigan State career. So if there's one thing that stands out to you over four years, I know that one thing over four years is a lot. But if it, if you did have to pick that one thing, that one thing would be what? Just like a memorable memorable event. Yeah, yeah. What, what's one moment? Yeah, or, yeah. Or, yeah. Or, that, or day, what is that one shining moment? Or game? Uh, or night? Was it, or, be, it, it? You know, no one's mentioned of the seniors so far beating Duke. In the Elite Eight, our yeah, freshman that, year. Yes. That yeah. that also probably deserves an honorable mm -hmm. mention. That's you, a good one. Nobody, I wasn't, unfortunately, I was not on campus for that at the moment. But I um, was in a certain location on campus where certain things happened also, to certain yeah. pieces of the upholstery. Um, okay. That, that, that was, was a good night. That yeah. was a great day, though. Um, no, I would probably just say um, the Peach Bowl. That I mean, that whole, uh, that whole experience was just... That was awesome. I mean, you couldn't beat that. Never would I have thought that MSU would be making a New Year's Six Bowl. Um, I don't think many thought that. but um, Right. <laughs> Just shattering expectations was awesome yeah. for that football team this year. It was was great. And what a treat it was to yeah. watch Kenneth Walker, too. I mean, like that gets understated. Mm -hmm. So th this is the final time you're going to grace these WDBM airwaves. You, you and uh, the rest of us seniors who are washed up now, we're going to sign the, the wall in the conference room here about <laughs> 35 God. minutes perhaps. Where am I, where am I going to put my name? But Now I'm anxious. From from halfway to Grand Rapids to Jackson to Alma and then Howell, Michigan, in every direction, northwest, east, and south. Yes, I just said all the directions. But You said all the cardinal directions. Yeah, there are more than that. But, northeast. Well, just, but in all directions that WDBM broadcasts at, what are your final words as you uh, walk out of the walk down the red carpet for one last time here at WDBM? Uh, it's... It's been a great four years. I absolutely love uh, WDBM. Owe everything to it, um, and to to those who uh, those who will still be here. You know, just enjoy every every moment you got because um, it flies by. Life's too short, too. Yeah, gotta remember Aiden, that. Also, his nickname is Aiden, the Admiral Champion, because the he Admiral. wore a an Admiral hat at a certain local establishment that rhymes with uh, Miv. Perhaps and no, and I and, and there is there is a great photo of 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 the the, the admiral uh, champion that you know will be wide it'll be widespread when you're writing for the athletic for two years I should have wore it today I will oh, say that, that, that is a very is a it's a great image I, I and it's a well deserved nickname but I gotta say I'm a little slighted here I I thought I was the admiral back my freshman year 
but see, I, this is true. I kind of lived that down, I First guess. First time but, I ever met you, you were holding a certain bottle yeah. of something that was well, yeah. so, with yes, Madboro yes. Nelsons. So, yeah, so maybe I lost that title, and I'd say this picture is very verified. It's it's well-deserved. Like <laughs> the title of Admiral? Yeah, well, the title of Admiral is, is I guess, it's, it's not mine. It's Champions. So we're, we're flying through people coming on air. Now we're joined by Carter Fry here, who is in the midst of his Jamison Williams recovery process for a similar injury. Carter, good morning. Good morning. What's up? Remind me of your injury again, your l- lower body injury, as they'd call it in hockey. You know. Yeah, uh, went ice skating back in January for only the second time. So it was time. hockey. Yes, uh, for the second time ever. Went back to get uh, some smaller skates because they're feeling a little too big. And ended up falling on my butt, breaking three places in my ankle and a fibula fracture as well. Hey, well, you're walking around, bouncing around now. Yeah, I'm not to the point where I can run and play basketball and do all that stuff yet, but walking you're around. You're a hooper, so you're going to be back very soon. The epitome of a speedy recovery. Also, I, I just wanted Hard to, to check. You know, one of the recurring segments we had on the show for a while was the donut corner. Um, I, what is the status report on the donuts outside? Uh, have they been consumed yet? I honestly have no idea. I no. saw them before we came in here, but then they were, were totally here. full. We should bring them in here and pass them around and have like a the, the final donut corner is just everybody. Yeah, together. and we'll just be like eating into the microphone, which and it'll be it really isn't allowed per se. But mukbang. <laughs> oh God! You know, if you had to pick one thing of this year, Carter, what would that be? Man, it's hard. Is, so a... October thirtieth is obviously you know probably that's the, the goal. Day that, yes. Yep. But if there's a most memorable experience from this year, I'm going to say the Izone camp out. Oh, my gosh. What a fun time that was. It was so miserable out that, I don't know, I I don't think I'll ever forget it. I got to uh, meet, I don't know, five or six players. Tom Izzo signed a little Caesars box of mine that I still have. Are you kidding me? Put that in a frame. Oh, I I will. Caesars made. No free ads, though. No free ads. You know, we we only got 30 minutes left. Yeah, that's my bad. But uh, No, it's your fault. no, so I got the I got the box sign, which is big time. And then we go back to our tent. I don't know what happened. Water everywhere in this tent. We're, we were squeezing <laughs> bit three, of a flood. We were squeezing three people in there. It was already a tight fit with just two, and made it through the night. Wake up at six a.m. Tom Izzo comes around. We're waiting to like you know get our points and sign in and stuff. They just tell us to go home. We could have left it. 9 p.m. and nothing would have happened. Oh, wait. Hey, you're, you were a deep water person that day, literally. You were in the deep water. Yes. Hey, here's to hoping that you're back on the basketball court very soon. What's your timetable here? Uh, hoping for a couple weeks I'll be back out. You know, at you're least on the shooting. pup list right now? The pup list. Yeah, I already know I'm going to break my ankles again, though, if I have to guard No, you're going to be breaking so, ankles. That, that's it's the goal. the opposite way around. Breaking that's ankles and taking names. So yes, we're gonna, Kate Cunningham. We're gonna continue our celebration here of uh, a great year here at WDBM, and Trent is gonna introduce a special person who is gonna come on this radio program for the first time. Your roommate, would you like to give an, an introduction? Yeah, hot yes, seat. George Reddy. Hey, by the way, seat. full transparency, mm-hmm. he is the visual media director here at Impact, so he does work here. First uh, time Green and White reports. Uh, not yes. first time caller, long time listener. First time on the show. George, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great. How are and you I called doing? you buddy because I know you hate when people call you buddy. <laughs> hey, I hate that too, to be honest. It's, it's such it's, a demeaning it's kind of word. The worst. It's like a it's like it's like so bad. If it's hey, your buddy. actual buddy, you can call him that, but it, you have to walk that line. <laughs> yeah, Stranger, right? meet him for the first it time matters. and not call him buddy. It matters. George, we have had plenty of moments this season. I've had a front row seat for a lot of yours, but what's your best moment from the year? From the whole year, I mean Michigan, Michigan State. Yeah. Can't beat that. The weekend. Yeah. Halloween hey, weekend, too. Absolutely. Hey, why don't you tell the people just real quick about 
So Georgia's okay. This this was great because that weekend was exceptional. Obviously, Michigan State beats Michigan in thrilling fashion. And then the next day, George and I wake up at 7 a.m. and we mm. drive down to Detroit to watch the Detroit Lions take on the Philadelphia Eagles at With home on brother, Halloween, Brock and they Valley. lost that game 44 to six. Yeah, in a game that we saw both backup quarterbacks get in the game. Hey, you were still Jared riding Goss that high from the day before. <laughs> oh, I was. I told Brock the the morning. Brock and I are you know season ticket holders diehards. I was like, dude, I don't care what happens today. Yesterday is all that matters. Today is gravy, and it was six points of gravy. But George, it was your first Lions game. What was your initial reaction? I just knew I I was hungover. I was. I, I knew what to expect, you know. You were and welcomed then, into the. Pride and I was still that day. shocked. I knew what to expect, and I was still shocked. <laughs> He's been a Lions fan all along. Well, once again, with that, he was a longtime listener, first-time caller at Ford Field. But I, I need a favor here. You guys have a nickname uh, that we haven't shared on the airwaves before, for and, good reason. Well, true, but it's not like no, no it's nothing. It's bad, not no. explicit or anything. No, but we're the please, Terror Twins, and share why that is. We are the Terror Twins because George and I have a tendency to drink anything in sight and then destroy anything in sight afterwards. <laughs> and uh, it's gotten us into some hot water. It has also been some of the best memories of my life. And it's a hard time wrapping up these last few months with my best friend here because we, oh man, I tell you, the last three years have been phenomenal. Trent well, and I we are, have been on uh, slash and burn tactics for the last three years. So. <laughs> we need like Terror Twins gear or something. That I think would actually be, be, I think be, that'd be kind merch. of electric. That'd be pretty dope. Okay, I'd so. be down for that. I'm, I'll I'm have gonna, my people get back to your people on that. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have our people uh, coordinate with each other a little Talk. bit. Okay, so let's hand – I want you to hand the headset to the, the, the woman right next to you. Uh, Peyton, not Emerson. Not Emerson. Not Emerson. Peyton Drew. Hello, Peyton. How are you this morning? I'm, I'll wait for you to get in front of the microphone. I'm good. How are What's you? What's up? So, you know – Thanks, girlfriend, yeah, by the way. Thanks, girlfriend. Hi, associate <laughs> producer of this radio program. Yes. And uh, you are a Spartan. You're you're an adopted Spartan. You you are actually no. You're a Spartan. Damn it. You're you know I know. No, you're, you're in. in. Yeah, you're I in. know <laughs> she's in. You're definitely in. Pick so, the eight hour drive down here like once a yeah. month. Like that's pretty. Which is great. I yeah. do. That's that's a lot. What's your favorite moment of this year as a Spartan? Um, was it when I was it when you first graced these airwaves back Halloween weekend? Yeah, when I said I love Chef. That was great. That was great. <laughs> that, I love Chef. Yeah, because yeah, I, I was dressed as a chef for Halloween. Oh. Yes. That was a good time. I was Dan Campbell. It was quotable. You were Dan Campbell. <laughs> and I had a play sheet. That was a fun night. Anyways, so that was, that was your, you would co-sign on the October 30th? Yeah, for sure. Very fun. I remember when you guys came by, you and Hank's sisters all came at Hank's sisters, by the way, go to Michigan, correct? Yep. And so that was a that fine was a nice... academic institution. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, Henry, don't do your sisters like that. Come no, he, no oh, he's, able, he's able to do that. He can do whatever you, he wants. You and you and your sister got in a big argument last night about academics at Michigan State. Catch and... me outside. Yeah. He, 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 wants he to was throw hands. ruthless. Ruthless. But there's a lot of memories to choose from. You've been a frequenter at Tailgates at 1008 Albert. Very fun. Oh, yes. Way to fun. throw out the yeah. address. I think, you know what? I think my favorite <laughs> moment was probably... When me and Henry were running the table in Trent's basement, you guys didn't. Leave. We went round. Oh my goodness, I it remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they were they, they took up permanent residence there. They, they beat did. they beat me and uh, was it yeah me and Slowick me and Slowick and beer pong and then didn't leave the, for like two hours. Yeah, no one could beat no one could time. beat Hank and, and Peyton. They were running the table. Yeah, that was also when you got the Peyton Thorne nickname. Yes. Yep. Fitting. Because That's also when we did not know your last name, apparently. We thought it was Emerson. <laughs> yeah, which <laughs> it is shame, not. Shame on us for that. Us That's thinking that name. out. Us doing our homework out. <laughs> we have another friend of the program here, Mr. Mr. Nick. He's been a he, friend. He of has the... coined the phrase friend of the program, Nick Sonk. Mm -hmm. 
Nick Sock has been a friend of the program for since the inception of the program with Henry and I as co-hosts. And the pride the, of San Diego. I, I have not graced the airwaves with you, Nick, um, yet this year because I was down in Florida being a bum when you guys were running the show up here. I was listening, though, down in Florida. Let the record show me and all the alligators and stuff. But welcome to the program again. Thank you very much. Always an absolute pleasure to be on this show and just glad to be here. See, this is exciting. Look at the assist from your roommate next door, or next door, how about two doors down, perhaps. But hey, they're taking your house next year, both of them, and Owen, fellow friend they of the program. They are taking my house. Yeah, Henry's you... moving a bunch of his stuff over today, I think, because he's going to Thailand tomorrow. We didn't talk about that. You're leaving yeah. the country. They how don't deserve that? you, but that's neither here nor there. We can get into that later. I'm going to miss you, damn it. We'll start tearing up here. But yes, they are taking our house. So We are leaving the house in good hands. Is the Trent Valley Moving Company, perhaps? I mean, I, yeah, probably. It, it could be if it, and if again, needed. And again, it's not like these guys aren't familiar with the house. I mean, like like I said, Henry and I were on the roof. Inspecting. Yeah. They were inspecting. Inspection. So was, Nick might have been inspecting, perhaps, too. You know. Thank God we didn't, like, break our necks. <laughs> or like, dude, we were jumping on the roof on a rainy night. You know, it's a good thing you didn't go, like, straight. Bad. What, what happens if, like, the roof collapsed and you just ended up in the living room? Yeah, like Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. No, it would be... So, that actually would be a phenomenal... There's some head shaking yeah. going on behind the glass over there. But, Nick, your favorite memory as a Spartan this year. This is the end of uh, year three for you. Big year four coming up next year. Big year four. This is a very tough one. Obviously, October 30th. I would agree with Trent. Best day of my life. But I, I got to go with something different here. I'm going to say the home opener against Northwestern. Or not the home opener. The first game of the season Western against Kentucky. Northwestern. Against Northwestern. Oh, we just the it. first the road, game. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because not only did that set the stage for our football season. And Kenneth, K-9, yeah. K-Mon strong, yeah. That, that was the beginning of the K-9 for Heisman campaign. But I would say it was a stage for this year in general. We didn't know what to expect. First play of that game was a 75-yard touchdown yeah. run from Kenneth Walker. And I think from that moment on, we knew this year was going to be nothing short of magical in all sorts of aspects, not just in football and basketball, but I would say overall in general, just socially, academically, I feel like our university is back. And we are back. That set the stage. We, we, I Michigan remember, State in. I can't remember who I had the conversation with last night. I think it might have been you, Nick. We were talking about, wow, this year we are back. We have emerged from the shadows and into, into prominence again. We, we have risen back to the top, and next year we will defeat Nick Saban in the national championship game to win that elusive national title. Are you in on that? Are you ready for 11th Street Pub again next year in Atlanta? I actually am uh, already looking at tickets for Atlanta, Jeez. and then you guys are all welcome to join me back in San Diego as we Ooh. drive up to yeah. SoFi for the national championship. Ready for that, Trent? Yeah, I mean, Matthew Stafford and the Rams are going to repeat if the Lions don't win it, so uh, that'd be fun. We could hit that up, too. Hey, Nick, Nick is a fellow Lions supporter back here, very pleased with the draft and how it's gone. And also, you and I are taking an international trip with him to Qatar for oh, the, the right. World I forgot, Cup. I forgot hi, we hi did up. this. You you shook on that last night. I so did, did I. I did. We're going. Th that's going to be an exciting time. I've applied for tickets, looking at accommodations right now. I'm going to watch the U.S. defeat England and whichever European foe we face in Game 1. Henry's playing the national anthem behind you on the guitar. We, where, where's your base? Calm down, Hendrix. My yeah. base is at home. Oh no, we we, we could we, the we should have started the show with the national anthem today. I think that'd be kind of electric. Been pretty fun. But I'm Nick. I'm going to ask you to hand off the the, the headset to our, our last contestant here on the Sparty Awards year in review per se, and that would be Mr. Hank Henry Menegos. Well, Jagger, welcome back to the fold. 
th- that was a beautiful rendition of the national anthem. Jack White doesn't hold a candle to you, just just saying. The national anthem? Who, who, yeah, you were playing the anything? national anthem on that guitar back there, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that did happen, yeah. <laughs> Your favorite memory this year is what? So... Actually, you, you guys weren't here for it, so maybe that's for my... F- no, I'm just kidding. But it was... Oh, uh, no. You, you we're guys out. were in uh, Greenville. It was uh, St. Patrick's Day, right? You guys, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we had Blow a good Canes, time that day. Canes, yeah. Blow Canes. Yeah, Blow Canes. But, uh, <laughs> Miami, baby. Just just uh, everything kind of aligned perfectly on that day. I had no class. It was Neither a beautiful 80-degree weather day. So it was St. Patrick's Day. It was also the opening day of the March Madness Tournament. Mm-hmm. So we had... People all around. I just I've never seen campus so alive. Like we had people everywhere. There were games on. It was just all the juice in the world. Arkansas won. Yeah, because I mean that's like the best day of the year as it is. And then when you throw in St. Patrick's Day, oh. you throw in the eighty degrees, and you throw yes. in it. Just I, I, I've never had everything aligned so perfectly in my yeah. life. It was amazing. There's there's a lot to choose from. We've had a lot of submissions here in the in the past. Uh, oh man, forty minutes actually, which is fantastic. We're, we're about to bring Matt Merrifield back into the fold here and uh, deliver some winners over the next 10 minutes before we have a final send-off here on uh, WDBM for you and I, Trent. But I, I need to get around the room and thank everybody here today who uh, participated in this edition of the Sparty Awards. Mr. Zach Slowick, Matt, Liam, Allie, Marin behind her, Mr. Klein, Carter, Carter, Michael, Aiden, Nathan, of course, Henry Menegos behind the glass, George back there as well, Nick, and Peyton, Drew, not Emerson. What a time. Well, you and I will have our kind of holistic look at everything that's taken place in the past four years at about 12.50, so stay tuned if you're interested. No FCC violations. No, do it. Just just do it. (laughs) We had nothing Just do it. We got 20 minutes of radio. So so (laughs) can I stop you real quick? Yes. I need you to play that drop I set for you in a second. Jay DeCoster could not be here today. Yes, shout out Jay. From me and him, I don't. This actually wouldn't be his favorite moment, but from me to him to you, just want to say thank you. Hank, can you play it for me? <laughs> that made my day. Send it in, Jerome. Bill Raffery, seriously, the greatest to ever do it. Jay is definitely listening. So from both of us, thank I, you. I think if Jay had to, to give his best memory, it'd definitely be discovering Detroit, which is better than Chicago. <laughs> I think he was in on that. But he, loved, he did he love did. Detroit. No, he was in. He was in on Detroit, so yes. to speak. But how can you not be? From everybody here, m- most people will be back. We will be back here in just a moment to deliver some winners with Mr. Merrifield, the future of this radio program. Zach will also deliver some winners as well. But how about a nice round of applause for a very well done year here at WDM? Great radio. There we go. No, very. We very good love radio. Radio, radio love magic, sports. one would say. We, radio nowhere. Oh, it is. No, it's radio somewhere this year for us. Okay. Hank is just like mashing buttons. He's firing them off today. I mean, you've earned the right. I mean, you can do whatever you want, Hank. All right. We're all going to take a deep breath. We are 19 before one o'clock here on WDBM Gambling Corner next. Then a quick break and a final word from yours truly, Trent Valley, myself, and Henry here on the Green and White Report. 89 FM, the music that matters. Are you finding it harder to wake up in the morning? Coffee just not doing the trick lately? Morning commute putting you in a bad mood before work? Stress no more. Impact's here to make your mornings a little brighter with AMs on 89. Join our hosts, Taylor and Luke, as they cover the latest news headlines, current happenings, and trending topics that you want to hear about. AMs on 89, every Monday morning from 8 to 10 a.m., only on 88.9 Impact. Hey, it's me, your piggy bank. Remember when you were a little kid? All the dimes and quarters in my back. Yeah, that was good times. 
good times. Now lately, I gotta be honest, you've been ignoring me. Money's been slipping through your hands like a greased pig. <laughs> get it? Because I'm a... Anyway, I know how it is. Now that you get a real paycheck, it's nice to have stuff. You'll start saving money next year. Well, I hate to tell you, but good saving habits start now. Put just 20 bucks in the bank a month. Make your own coffee at home instead of that latte every morning. Brown bag it to work instead of ordering in. Those changes alone could save you thousands of dollars a year. Come on, I'm your piggy bank. We can be together again, me and you. <laughs> anyway, if you don't want me to cry anymore, feed me. Go to feedthepig.org for more ideas on how to save. Feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants, the Michigan Association of CPAs, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Green and White Report on WDVM. We are rocking and rolling here in the final 17 minutes of this radio program. Rolling, 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 rolling. In 2021-2022. But it's everybody's favorite segment, the Gambling Corner. And for that, we have brought in the future of the show. Ready to roll! And Mr. Zach Slowick and Mr. Matt Merrifield uh, joined alongside Henry Menegos, of course, behind the glass, and Trent and I. Ready to deliver some final winners of the year before we call it a show for the summer gambling corner. And I think of no better person to kick this off than our very own Matt Wins Merrifield. What USFL pick? I do. That's gonna. That's last. Okay. I'm, that'll be my last pick of the year. I, I don't mean to tease anything there, but a uh, little bit anyways, of treat. Yes, a little treat. Have have to find some. I can't pick on mid-major basketball right now, unfortunately. But that will make a return next year. Anyways, oh my gosh! First pick. I'm looking forward to that next year. Are you kidding me? First, you pick. picking mid-major basketball. I, know. I love it. First pick: the Marlins take on the Seattle Mariners this afternoon. Sandy Alcantara is on the mound, and he is going to shove, as I like to put He's it, shove money line minus one thirty-five. Marlins will win this afternoon. Wow! You were you were wearing a Marlins shirt yesterday. I was. Perhaps. I have a Marlins hat, even though I don't like the Marlins, but. You're I'm, very... a, I'm a hat person, so. No, so am I. I've never seen you without a hat. If I saw you without a hat, I would feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let, let's pass it around to Mr. Zach Slowick, who is, also likes to deliver winners. Mr. Zach Slowick, what do you uh, what do you have cooking up for today? Yeah, I put the Draymond jersey on today. I'm going to go with the Warriors. They bailed me out uh, last time, but I'm not going to go with the money line. I'm going to go with a little bit more of a teaser. Plus 3,000, Warriors, Grizz, tied at half. Jesus I hit wow. on one. I hit on one last week. Five, it's got juice. Five, <laughs> five to win ninety. I hit on it. So I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna keep the Draymond jersey. I'll probably take it off and then put it back on for the game later. Okay. I think it's three thirty plus three thousand though. So a lot of money there. I put like five bucks to win like two hundred on the Lions taking Malik Willis at two. That was kind of fun. Just you know why not? If it hits, yeah, no, it hits. If it, if it hit, it would have been big time. Oh, I didn't give the number. One eight hundred gambler. If you have a problem, people. God, my am I get your stuff together. It really, this is really quite unfortunate that my final gambling corner, all of my, oh, there we go. I was just about to say my gambling services were not loading, but they're loading now. So panic button. Yeah, no, we were hitting the panic button. I there can't for a moment. gamble. We're 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 fine now though. Oh God. Trent, you have a winner, perhaps. I do, and this is this is a lock. This is my mortal lock of the century. John Morant had a kind of a rough first round. Uh, I think you know today, obviously, three thirty. Zach Sloat gave you the halftime tie. I'm going to give you John Morant over 43 and a half points, rebounds, assists combined. He rises to the occasion. I think he has a great series. 
I think the Grizzlies win this series in six games. I'm staying in the association. I do have my app loaded now. It is, in my opinion, blasphemous. Chris Middleton, or no Chris Middleton, the, the reigning champs are getting four and a half at Boston today. It's like, wow. I that, that seems like a lot to me. I think they went out right. Mine is Ooh. up to five. Mine's plus five. Wow. Now. Grab that while you can. Bucks money line plus one. Mr. Klein right does not like it. He's shaking his head through oh, the glass. No. Oh. <laughs> we have a we have a major Boston influence here today, so I almost forgot about that for just a moment. But Boston. Plus four and a half. I'm going with them. I'll pass it over to Mr. Matt Merrifield. Making an NBA pick for the first time in a while. Mm. I'm not a huge – I don't have an NBA team, I'll be honest. I root for the Pistons because they're the Detroit team, but I'm not a huge fan. But Roll Stones. In this year's playoffs, I am out on the Suns, and I am very much in on the Grizzlies. Give me, me them too, plus, Matt. Me too. Plus 1,100 to win it all this year. Uh, so Picking on the future? future wow. All right. Grizzlies, like Spartan Dogs will get it done. No, fu- the future bets are very much alive today because this is the last show. This is the last yeah. time you're going to hear from us in a very long time. Tigers World Series future. Maybe ever. No, you'll be back on. You'll be back. <laughs> not to be morbid. <laughs> Let, let's pass the torch over to, literally, pass the gambling torch over to Mr. Zach Slowick. Uh, I'm going to roll with them. I'm going to go Red Sox winning by more than one and a half. I am a Red Sox fan. I'm not a White Sox fan. Um, Tigers and Red Sox are my team. If anyone wants to see the flag in my home, it is the Sox. And I'm going to go them winning by more than one and a half. So by two runs, plus 115. Very nice. I have a joint pick for Trent and I before Trent. Well, you know, you give yours first because I'm still looking through. Trent and I are co-picking Tigers money line plus 200. I'm jumping in on that too. The Tigers money line every day. I'm in on it. They're also plus one and a half if anybody's interested in that. But I'm just going to go with them on the money line plus 200. The over under is set at seven and a half. Eduardo Rodriguez on the mound. I could see an underplay today, even though the ball should be flying in in Chavez Ravine today. Beautiful ballpark, by the way. But we're rolling with the Motor City Kitties on this final show. I'm in on that. I'm in on that. Restore the roar, baby. What do you have? Even though that's more of a Lions thing, but it works. Um, I'm going to, uh, in honor of Jada Coster, I'm going to take the Chicago Cubs plus one and a half today against the Brewers. Nick is wearing a Cubs shirt over there. Oh, yeah. Go Cubs, Nick. Love it. Brewers are off to a really hot start. I don't think it's sustainable. I don't think they're that good, to be completely honest with you. The Brewers? Yes. Oh, wow. Jacob Phillips is not happy with you right now. I I don't care. (laughs) They can never hit. I don't care. Give me Cubs plus one and a half. Don't care. <laughs> All right, Matt Merrifield, your uh, your your final pick here. Oh, that's gonna make me cry. Uh, last oh, pick I of know, the, of the year, but three more years of picking. Yeah, this yeah. stinks. I know this <laughs> does stink. Anyways, as promised, a USL USFL pick. The two worst teams in the league are playing together against each other today. The Pittsburgh Maulers and the Michigan Panthers are the two worst teams in that league, and it's not even close. Panthers on the board. I no, I'm going. I'm fading Jeff Fisher oh, and Shea Patterson. Oh. No. How, how in my right mind can I bet on Shea Patterson? Hashtag let's hunt. Nope. Come mm-hmm. on. Give me the Maulers plus, oh. plus 150 money line. Okay. Mr. Zach Slowick, your final pick. pick until you grace these airwaves next year. Yes, we will be back in late August, and it will, I'm sure there'll be much crazier. the price of admission. Yeah. Crazier picks. For sure. Uh, but today, I'm going to go Mexican Open. Wow. I love um, this. John Rahm's currently in the lead. He's minus 175. I'm going to go with the guy Rahm? in second, who's Cameron Champ, who's plus 600, only a couple strokes down. I'm very excited for the gambling corner next year. Slowik is going to make mm-hmm. me step up my game. He's going to make you bet like tennis and stuff. I'm in on that. Let's have fun ready with for it. that. Hey, it's all about the odds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but all for right. real, call 1-800-GAMBLERS if you have an issue. Trent, the tr- the oh, yes. final pick on this radio program for Trent Valley. I'm going to do this with conviction. 
Thanks to you, uh, knuckleheads, for pigeonholing me as the Philadelphia 76ers guy on this podcast, even though I don't like the Sixers, and I don't like Embiid, and I don't like Harden. Plus 300 to win against the Heat in this second-round matchup, just the series. Plus Ooh. 300 to win the series. I think Philly wins easily. Am I, am mm. I on an island there? You, you are. The Heat are a very well-coached team, fundamentally sound. Stars win in the playoffs. Philly's going to have the two best player on the court every single, every single night. Jimmy Butler nope. doesn't really do it for me. Very good player. I just, plus 300, I don't understand. I'll, I'll t- I, I think it should at least be a pick 'em. Philly's I, I, rolling. Philly didn't even play that well in round one and still won in six. I'll take I'll take Philly Philly plus three hundred to beat the Miami Heat in round two. I think you're fading Bam there, but so you, you. my final yeah. pick on this Tyler, show. You can't pick against Tyler Harrow. Yes, I can, and Absolutely I will. Tyler Hero out. <laughs> I'm going against you, Trent. Of course, this is you are. this is kind of wild. I wanted to end this in, in a big moment. I'm going with the Philadelphia 76ers to lead at halftime. And then the Miami Heat to lead after the final score. It's a coward plus move. Plus 260. That's a hell of okay, a Okay, well, hey, wait, wait, slow, 260 or? Wow. It's got to be higher than that. Just plus 260. Isn't what? that interesting? Oh, no. I'm checking this out. You guys, are, MGM. You, you guys nope, are insane. No free ads. No free Listen, ads. the Philadelphia 76ers are not only going to win this series, they have a legitimate shot if Chris Middleton isn't healthy to go to the finals. I'm like they they have the star power. I'm not a Doc Rivers guy. Guys, I don't even like the Sixers that much, but you guys sleep on them like they're like the five six seed. It, it's they're either, very good. If I had to pick out of the four East teams remaining to make it to the finals, don't say what you're about to say. Sixers are the last team I'd pick. Why? Because what are, what are you? My, I'll have what he's having. Yeah, James because, Harden and Joel Embiid are like I don't know two of the. Please have a side next year to, to end league. this debate once the uh, the Sixers lose this round. I'll see you guys at the cash counter. Yeah. They are not making it up. Guys, I don't even like Philly. Well, it seems like you do. No, I just, they're a good team. I'm going to call a spade a spade. I, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Plus 300. I like We don't want to get too mad. We don't want to get too mad. Plus 1500 if game one goes into overtime. Ooh. Oh, oh, that's tasty. That, juice. The, hey, they're teasers for a reason, but if Throw you hit on one. That. All right. We have reached the final stages. Uh, oh, no. Mr. Bally. Hit my stomach. 12.52 here on the East Coast. Final eight minutes the East Coast. of the Green and White Report up next. 89FM, the music that matters. Every Monday through Friday at 5 p.m., Impact 89FM gives away prizes like tickets to upcoming concerts, music festivals, movies, and more. Just listen to the top five at five, write down the names of our top five songs of the day, and call our request line when the last song ends. If you can list each song, you win. That's it. Only on Impact 89 FM. Slow down, you're driving too fast. Uh, all right, Okay. My seat's cold. Turn off the AC. Hey, watch out for that red light. Oh, that's not really red. That's just the warning red. It's fine. We're almost there anyway. Look out for that bicycle. Why is our car flying? Puny humans, why is it that you cannot seem to operate your motor vehicles safely? Next time, there may not be a giant robot around to prevent imminent disaster. Oh, put me down! And you, with the pedal-driven two-wheeled apparatus, why did you not guarantee the crosswalk was clear before you entered? I, uh... And where is your helmet? Human brains do not have a standard factory part number and cannot be easily replaced. For tips on optimal survival strategies while biking, you should visit bikes.msu.edu. I will put you down now. 
be late for Pinochle. A message from 89FM. Welcome back to the Green and White Report on WDBM. Thank you, Henry Menegos, for this. The 5150 experience. Thank you, VH Henry. baby. Sammy Hagar. Mas tequila. So I, I want to open this uh, final segment uh, with you and I, Trent, with a little bit of a story. Ah. Oh, no. Now, it, it sounds like kind of a gloomy story, to be honest. And Nick, Nick is a part of this story, too, by the way. Ooh, hot seat. But so last night was, you know, our, our pretty pretty much pseudo final Saturday night as Spartans because we will be walking across the stage on Friday, even though we'll always be Spartans. And that is for and damn sure. let me tell you, last night we did our job. <laughs> we did our job on a Saturday. We did do our job. But I was uh, I was over at uh, 1008 Albert. I've, that's the third time I've now said it on air. Yeah, if you, yeah my social yeah. security number is. Yeah, but. <laughs> It was a little bit late in the night. We uh, we had a really fun time. We had a um a really great day. We went to you know, screw it. We have five minutes left. We went to Rama. We went to Rama, and then we went to Jolly Pumpkin, and it was really a, a celebration of a great year at WDBM. I got and, one beer at JP yeah. and left. I had to get the I had to get the house ready. And no, and you and you did get it ready. Shout out George too, but I I was stroll or I was thinking about yeah you, know, you know Nick you know it's raining outside should I take an Uber you know oh, that's kind of expensive whatever and you know I got a hooded sweatshirt so I'm just gonna you know put my head down and, and take one final trek across Fight City and really during that walk even though it was rainy and, and kind of depressing and we are in our final stages here not just co-hosting this show but also here at Michigan State even though what sounds like a doom and gloom walk, it was really a reflection on everything that the past four years have meant to me, uh-huh. especially here on this radio program and here at WDBM. Now, we both have a lot to say, and we're probably going to go over, but that doesn't matter because we can at this point. Let's go to two. You guys want to go till two? But I'm in on that. <laughs> Our but... listeners are like, no, God, no, get this bum <laughs> off the air. Coming to Michigan State... I knew I wanted to do journalism, and I knew that I wanted to do sports. But I didn't really know exactly how that was going to play out. And early in my career, I was kind of searching here in our you know first few weeks at MSU. New people, new things. Everything was just new, new, new. And then one sunny Thursday evening, I stumble into WDBM for a little bit of an open house. And the last thing that I knew is that I wouldn't just find a place where I was able to grow so much professionally and get so many great opportunities, but I was able to find a place that introduced me to my best friends on this planet. And even though, you know, you can tell we can talk about sports and all the things that we've covered and the things that we've done over the past four years. But the bottom line is that I don't know where I would be in my college career without the relationships that I have built here at this radio station. And I know that this is not goodbye forever. We're not going to be strangers. You know, oh, the cliche, we're always Spartans forever. But on that walk home last night, you know, I, I, I get a lot from my parents. And one of the things they always tell me is all good things must come to an end. And it's, you know, once again, another cliche, which kind of stinks. <laughs> no, I, I, I hate I, to be a cliche that, that, machine it works, today. It works, it works, it works. But all good things do come to an end. 
And the fact that we've been able to have these past four years with so many people, I mean, so many people that from all walks of earth that this place has brought together from the UP, basically Canada, to beautiful San Diego, California, to every corner of Michigan, Boston, other places. The, the fact that this place brought us together over these past four years or, or year for some of us here has just been such a beautiful thing to be a part of. And I could talk for hours and hours and hours about what this place means to me and about what every one of these people in here mean to me today. But the bottom line is that games and tailgates and fun aside, at the end of the day, the thing that I'm going to look back at WDBM for and Michigan State for is the people that I had no idea were going to be such big parts of my life becoming a big part of my life in, in such a fun way. And Trent, you're one of those people. You and I always match each other's energy. I, I, we, we came in here together, we, brother. We did. We, and now we're I mean, leaving I, together. Yes. And yep. Yep. It trends. It's, you know. We built this thing. No, we did. Well, we didn't, but I like to believe yeah, we did. We built we, this we, city. we really didn't build anything. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's fun stuff. Sloan, very well said. Um, I'm glad that you had your walk. Is there anyone? No. Are, are you? Are you? Are you opening it up for me, or are you, no, do you still have things to say? We, we'll we'll play off each other because I don't here. want you to. I don't want to cut anybody off. No, here. we're good. We're good. You can you can just as you say, Trent. You just drive. Just drive on this one. I don't even know like where to start, so I'll just go chronologically here. At Impact Sports, we kind of preach working your way up. You have to you have to you know grind and 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 work your ass off to get one of the bigger beats or to get on this show and one of these chairs and like I. Uh, for me, I kind of took the road less traveled there. Uh, I came in here as a flaming Detroit sports fan who was just chomping at the bit to talk about the mess that Brad Ausmus left with the Tigers and the new Matt Patricia hire that I was over the moon about that not age great. Uh, the Stan Van Gundy Pistons. I mean, it was like, that was my thing. Detroit was my identity as, a, as like a sports fan. And I came in here to my quote-unquote interview with Ryan Cole wearing business attire thinking that, you know, this place, like, you have to, like, go through a process and get, like, hired in here. No, he was just like, I just want to know a little bit about you. And I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. I'm way overdressed here. Whatever. Um, and, and I was nervous as hell, and I just remember in that in that little quasi-interview, he told me that there was a podcast at the station called The Motown Rundown, and that show has been the best thing in my life for the last four years. Uh, it was run by Ryan Rabinowitz, a great friend of mine who was at the draft with me on Thursday night. Reached out to him, sent him an email, didn't have his phone number at the time. I'll never forget our first episode together. We were talking, we were recapping the Tiger season, and I said that Nico Goodrum is the guy that they should bring back for next season. So that just tells you where the Tigers were at that point. And uh, the Lions had just lost to the Cowboys, whatever. I, I, it, it doesn't matter. But Ryan Collins came on too, and we had so much fun. And I remember as soon as that show ended, we knew we did something. And since then, we've done over 100 episodes together, and those guys are my brothers. So that brings me to the single two biggest thank yous that i got to give. Ryan Rabinowitz, Ryan Collins. When I was a freshman here, I was not happy. Mental health was not great. Um, it, I, I was just – it was probably the saddest I've ever been. But when I was behind the mic talking about Detroit sports, those guys once a week on Monday nights here – and what, what studio was this, H? H. Studio H in Holden Hall. I was the happiest I was at all freshman year. So i got to thank those guys. Lions Mondays were always something – you know, because it was either the Lions won in thrilling fashion or they blew it again. And uh, throughout that whole year and the next, Ravs and, and Julian Mitchell were here in this show. And so I got to thank those guys. They would bring me on to talk about LeBron or whatever outlandish take I had at the time. But uh, Natalie Kerwin, too, big trust. There's just so many people to thank. Everyone here in this studio right now is incredible. I took over one of these Green and White Report host chairs in 2020. I want to thank Ryan Collins, my co-host, my first official co-host, I guess, a great friend of mine for life, as well as, hey, 
And Hank, I gotta, I got, I gotta spend a quick second on you, my brother, because you are the one person at this at this radio station that I've met that I can confidently say, uh, you know, although this is the sports team, I t- we talk more music than sports. And as a fellow musician, I appreciate you. I, I loved that layer of our friendship. You are incredible, my brother. I, you're the best producer I've ever ha- ever had. No one's gonna top it. I love you. I'm so excited that you're going to Thailand. You're gonna have a great time, and I'm so excited you're taking over my house next year. And so, so fifty one fifty forever, Luke. I got to say this to you. You and I came in here together. I am so confident leaving this place the way that we are leaving it. And I have loved covering sports with you for four years. I have loved co-hosting this show with you. I have loved doing podcasts with you. But most importantly, I've loved getting to call you my brother and making all the memories we've made at local establishments all over the Midwest and some of the South, Blocanes. I love you, my brother. My cliche closing thoughts. It's been the ride of a lifetime, blah, blah, blah. You know, whatever, four years goes by in the blink of an eye. Uh, I came in here as a timid and a stray and I'll leave this place confident and energetic. My parting words for anybody would be bring the energy, never have a bad day. And I got to give my brother Miles credit there because that's how he lives his life. And I, I try to like, you know, emulate that as much as I can. You never have a bad day. Even on your worst days, you got to, you know, harness the, the good energy. The one good thing that happens to you that day, ride it, man. Bring the energy all the time. Life is good. Long live college radio, ready to roll one pride. That's all I got. Oh, Great stuff. We've had a lot of fun, Trent. Oh, yeah. We've had a lot of fun. But, you know, there's a number of thank yous I could get to as we wrap things up for one final time. Obviously, you, Trent, we've, wow, we, we've torn some places down over the years. Oh. But think about it. You and I came in here together as just wide-eyed freshmen in the fall semester 2018. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. Mm-mm. Now look at us. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's for, one way to put it. Hey, hey, for me to be able to do that with you over these past four years has meant so much. And I wouldn't of any people to, to come in on day one and sign the wall here in about, you know, 10 minutes or whatever with you. Ah! I, yeah. I wouldn't pick there wouldn't be there wouldn't be another person I'd want alongside me through that entire journey. I'm going to fist bump you on the air. Love you, my brother. Henry Menigo. Hey, yeah, if I could jump in your real quick. Of course, yeah, so of course you have to. I got to let you guys know. Bring us home. It's, it's yep. the same story. I came here fresh and semester, knew nothing, knew nobody. Impact and you two in particular were some of my first friends I ever had. You're the first time I felt like. You know, I had uh, a place to belong at this big university. Um, obviously, we had a, gr- a lot of memories that year, but I think especially the COVID year, we were all here during that. Uh, that was a very trying time, very weird time, but it was so great to have all of us here. George's in the back, and you know, our, our buddies Andrew and Maddie and Steph and everybody that was here that year. We really made the best of a, of a bad situation. A terrible situation. Yeah, and yeah, I, no, I just impossible. think uh, we made some good trips. We we did a lot of stuff. I remember the, the first Michigan game, the football game, um, at Andrew's house on Gunson. Uh, just just so many things that like really were just a, a formative part of our life. Um, I want to thank you guys both for that. I love you. I'm, I'm going to look forward to you guys coming back next year. Look forward to many years of friendship. But I just want to say like it's the same thing. You know, it was just that was, those were very important uh, times of our life. Those that those early memories, freshman year, and also that COVID year. I love you guys. Thank you so much for that, Hank. You, yep. This show wouldn't have been the same without you, and I mean that, and I know you know that deep down somewhere too. Uh, and I also got, I, I, I don't know, I don't know. I could go no, on for, no, I could we, go on we forever. Got I gotta get time. up and see the sheep. I want to get to yeah. the sheep farm. Damn it! I yeah. need to do that. I gotta at join some the point. moth club. Yes, Henry. I I met you your freshman year. I was just a sophomore. At that point, I still didn't really know what I was doing, but I met you at a still sports don't. meeting, and you were just the the excited freshman, eager to get more opportunities. 
And I did not know that from that day that I wouldn't just be meeting somebody who was my coworker, but I'd also be meeting one of my best friends. And it's meant a lot because I, yes! did, not, I did not think that uh, somebody all the way up in, in little Antonagin would be would mean so much to me after three unbelievable years. And the, the times that we've had together, walking through the rain, going various places. Oh, wow going on me taking you on random little adventures here and there long <laughs> car rides. it's it's meant so much and i i always want you to know that like you know last night you and i were talking about it and i mean and we're gonna stay in contact that's that's not you know that's no don't do that no no don't do stop. that no don't it's fine but i mean you know we could talk we could talk on and on forever you know there's a lot of people to thank you know just before we hit the you know the final send-off here on the green and white report obviously i want to thank my family I want to thank my Always, parents for yes. everything they've done for me over these past four years and forever. I want to thank Sparty. Yeah, thanks, Sparty. Obviously, Jeremy Whiting, he does such a fantastic job empowering us with the resources that we have every single day, empowering every one of us here to be the best individuals of ourselves, and really, really being the engine that drives this place. And, I mean, I want to thank everybody here as well. Because it, it's it's such a fun part to be such of a great community. Yeah, yeah. No, that's here the thing. Like Impact, it's a family, man. Every you... every single one of us here together, no matter where we came from, no matter what we're doing, whether it's covering sports or having fun or doing whatever, we'll always be so close and have such good relationships with each other because of what this place meant to each and every one of us and how it brought us together. So I just want to thank everybody here, the culture, for, for being such a special part of my life these last four years. And I, 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 but in deep down in the in the depths of my heart, I cannot express that enough. Sloan, you ran this thing, brother. Props to you. Cheers to you. Drinks all around. I don't know what I'm gonna do the rest of the day. I have no plans. I'm just gonna go. If oh. you know Trip Valley, you know what I'll be doing later. It, uh, it feels yeah. it feels weird to sign it off one last time. It does. It, let's just not. Let's just not. Let's just keep yeah. talking until we just hank hard shut off. I, I wish we could do a radio forever together, but, you know, every good thing has to come to an end. Every good era has to come to an end, and this group won't be all together again next year, but we will forever be connected because of this place here at WDBM. This place is in incredibly good hands. There are so many people here who are going to be back next year and are going to do a fantastic job, and I cannot feel more confident in the people who are going to be behind these microphones next year and doing everything at this station. But for one final time... From Trent Valley. One pride! Mr. Henry Menegos and Luke Sloan. This has been the Green and White Report on WDBM. listening to the green and white report on wdbm for all your sports news and notes go to impact 89fm.org sports